Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. What's up, y'all? What's that? <laughs> Get this. It's my new thing. Getting ready for 200. No? I need to ditch that. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You are not a... Uh, you're not Barry White. What's you're up, not, y'all? You're not How's Mr. Pod- Vandross. How's your podcast ears doing? Uh, and John. <laughs> True? <laughs> True? <laughs> That's so funny. We were talking before the show um, of some quotable lines from uh, Friday Night Lights, the movie, not nope. the series. Nope. Nope. No? Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Negative for Sean for saying the wrong movie. Mm-hmm. Boo. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. So you probably, you, you, you said top 10 movie. <laughs> so you probably meant no, no. Friday Night Lights. I, I've never seen Friday Night Lights, which okay. is funny. Okay. Oh, man. I just had a misspoke <clears throat> situation. I saw it, but I don't remember it that well. Was that I the one it. with Tim McGraw? Yeah. Did That's nice. good. And, Billy Bob uh, Thornton. Boo. If you want a really good <clears throat> sports TV show or like an also high school drama show, mm-hmm. the the TV adaptation with Kyle Chandler. Is really really good. He's the one. Kyle, nobody he, knows a Kyle. He's Chandler. the one that George Strait told him to get his ass out of here. Yes, that's true. From pure in, country. In pure country. <laughs> Gone, that's where he started. Get that's out. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, at least that's at the one minute thirty seconds. <laughs> how did I? How did I mute the wrong letters? They're gonna really, <laughs> well, really I be. Think, some, I'm just gonna cut out the first minute and a half, so I don't have to ever redo. Really edit, just, yeah. just redo. so you know, one of us will be reading this. So be careful not to read the A word from the show notes. Why would you do that? It's a direct, it's a direct quote. Why can't we say the A word? I don't know. I don't know. I just do what I I'm think told. We can, I think we can say the A word. I just do what I'm oh, told. Oh, well, you're like near 200. So you're like, now we push boundaries. <laughs> there you go. Wait. <laughs> True. F-bomb. 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 True. True. So what's been my- going on? Um, Throwing games. That was my weekend. What? Throwing games. Throne games. Throne. What's he talking about? Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Boo. I call it the throne. Yeah. Why would he say it like yeah. that? Boo. It's a play on words. I know it is. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Throne game. Speaking of that, <clears throat> you might going to give me their HBO login, huh? 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 Mm. No. Huh? You're not going to give me your HBO login? I don't have one. <laughs> you don't have 15 bucks? You're a DJ. No, I don't want to do that. Is it 15 bucks a month for yeah. now? It's yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> yeah. At most, it's like nineteen, which is why like I tell people when they're like, ah, I, I haven't been able to. I don't have HBO. I'm like, if you want to watch this series, yeah. all you gotta do is pay for a month. You know, it's you funny. Know. So no, it's two months because there's uh, oh, six yeah. episodes. People six rightfully episodes. True, true. People rightfully complain about the high cost of of cable news. Uh, not cable news. Cable uh, television. John. Cable television. You're welcome. It's all like, HBO's you know, fault. It's like what, what's or what's a package ESPN. now? It's it's could be eighty bucks a month sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but when you take even, everything together that you have, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Xbox Games Pass, all this stuff is all an amalgamation of what you were what you were paying, but you know, for cable in the first place, you but, know HBO Go, everything is like nine ninety nine a month or nine. more. See, here's and the it's thing: it's just like it's it's a little bit funny this feeling inside. Uh-huh. It's a little bit funny that. Sorry, Elton. It's still we're just we're going we're spending the same amount of money even though we are kind of a I think there's a boutique though. item where we're kind of selectively exactly you know you know what you get want. to pick what you want yeah. you get to watch it whenever you want uh, and most importantly. 
the price doesn't just jump on you after a year astronomically. I said, I said all of that, just fewer yeah, words. Yeah. But one of the <laughs> things, there's a lot of people in this, especially in this day and age, that want to cut the cord from cable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It has kind of been a thing because of the things you mentioned, the Netflix of the world and what have you. Um, and I was listening to a, a, a Sirius XM radio show called Barter's Tool Radio. And the, the host made a really funny, he made a suggestion. He says, people love having the clicker. They love having their remote to click through the channels, and then whenever you find what you want, you stop. He said, if Netflix ever has a like just a shuffle function where you're just clicking through, and then something pops up, you know, on a Saturday, and you find that one series you want, I want to say game over because you have a clicker in your hand and you have the power of Netflix. You know so. why they you know why they call it a clicker? Why? Because in the 1950s it and clicked. 60s, it, it actually clicked. did click. Yeah. It only had one function: click on, click, click off. Is that it had a, no volume? Is that a fun fact? That is a Fun fact. Love them. I want did you say, have a good time uh, with that fact? I did. It was fun. Did that fact show you a good time? It was now, fun. I do want to say the Roku, <clears throat> if you get Roku with Switch, mm-hmm. I want to say you can actually change the channels through the Roku remote. remote. Like yeah. you don't have to, which is a nice plus for it. Roku That's, with the Switch? Or I'm sorry, not Switch. Uh, what's it called? Television? Stitcher? Or not Stitcher. Not Stitcher. What, is what it are called? you doing? Sling. Sling. Sorry. Sling TV. Sling. Yeah. Well, I started the show off by like, calling it's an the movie that I knew was Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights, and now Chris is having an aneurysm. Yep. So you're next. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to be top notch for our audience. Top notch. Top notch. On one ninety nine. <laughs> oh, you want to hear another fun fact? I do. I think I mentioned this to Chris. And Chris will probably say, Jonathan, <clears throat> you're obsessing over this a little bit too no, much. He says, Sounds we right. now have a 4.5 rating on what? On iTunes. Yeah, that's top. No, I mean that's just mm-hmm. iTunes. No, right? we've had it's we've all had John's a, fault. we've had a five huh? forever, forever. But it's because we got more ratings now. And guess what? When that shouldn't happen. Whenever, though, Chris. whenever that guy on this podcast <laughs> runs his mouth, you know, we get letters and people stop listening and stuff like that. So yeah, that's funny. They're I don't like, think that's you what should happens. find who that no, is. No, literally, it is. It's like there's two people. The reason why I dropped is like the latest two reviews are people complaining about John for the union thing. And I was just like, what are we going to do? Well, you can do a rating yeah. without writing a review. So I've got to assume that there's some Maybe. ratings out yeah. there that have dipped it, too. So you know, that's a good just assumption. A, just a just a. Just a call out there to our audience. Uh, get us back up to, to five. Uh, the, it's too late. I, I want it. It's been tainted. Too late five we'll never be at five again, yeah. John. It's, it's too all late. your fault. You did it. We'd like to announce John's leaving the show. Yeah. Please he, please change your rating. Effective immediately. <laughs> back to five. Right. That's awesome. We're at six now. What? I, I, um, you had already seen it, but I did see Shazam's. Yeah, I hear you got the wrong opinion on it. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> no, because what he means by that audience is uh, Chris's opinion that lines up with the uh, Actually, uh, consensus. It, it, it's yeah, like consensus. with everyone, yeah. Like yeah. the audience, like BK saw it. BK loved it. Uh, uh, you know what? BK that. doesn't He doesn't make me go, oh, since BK said it, it must be true. BK, BK certified. <laughs> BK certified. You're the, you're the only one of my friends who I've heard their opinion on, and it was negative. That's the way to say it. Yeah. And that's fine. I you just, know, I totally am fine. I went in with very low expectations, and uh, well, expectations. your negative outlook on the film that you saw mm-hmm. is maybe partnered with the idea that I that I'm I'm just not gravitating towards this movie. I haven't seen it yet, mm, yeah. And I just I think it's one of those movies I'm I might skip if nobody says, "Hey, you want to go see this movie?" Or Aiden tells me, "Hey, I want to see this movie." 
you know the the superhero ness of the movie mm-hmm. shot phenomenally. Yes, mm-hmm. like the 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 thing superheroes do, the flying, the the bullets, throw that, Batman figures at uh, just <laughs> even the, even the yeah, even, even, yeah. even the call-ins that 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 make you go, oh, this is a world where Batman is real and Superman is real. Yeah. Yes, like Shazam is in that world or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea of where Shazam comes from, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But the movie just missed for me on connecting on some levels. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, See, that's why I thought they did the best. Yeah. Like mainly with the family, right? Yeah. I thought like now I love the I love the foster dad. The, He's the, great. The foster family in general, yeah, excellent. Yeah, um, but something was off. I was trashing it. I was being a little harsh last night, kind of trying to. Oh, it was last night. Wasn't it? In, yeah. Incite Chris to kind of fire back at me, but he didn't. He held back because he wanted to maybe say something. You today. were trying no, to I'm, provoke. I'm yeah. one of those people. Yeah. Look, <laughs> some people there are plenty of movies that people enjoy that I do not like. Mm-hmm. So you know. Like there are people out there. Name I think one. you know, for instance, Transformers. John loves that for or really approves of the very first Transformers mm. movie. No, I love. I it. came out. I came out of that movie, and the first time I was like, "Wow, that was really good." And then I went back and watched it, and I completely changed my opinion. Then the reviews and dropped. Then, and then <laughs> no, the reviews. Oh, yeah. I've got to step back. But um, well, you're the <laughs> I, one I can't like this movie. Reviews. People don't like this movie. I can't like it. <laughs> but uh, you know, like. They're playing thing like the Fast and the Furious movies. I know those movies make a ton of money every time. Billions. Personally, there's like nothing in those movies for me that I care you about. You don't like cars. I, well, they're not really about cars anymore. Now, you also didn't like people named Dom and Brian when you grew up. Look, I live a quor- <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and I care about my family. That's, see, that's a good reference to the movie. <laughs> see? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I've actually not seen most of them. I've seen... Yeah. I've seen the first one. I've yeah. seen... The only one I haven't yeah, seen, seen is Tokyo one. Drift. That's the only one I haven't seen. Or uh, even like the MCU. There are people that are so hype about that. And I think, John, you, both of you probably would agree with this. I'm much more on the tempered side of fandom for that. Like, I, I, I don't, don't like, hate them, but. Yeah, know, you're a snooty intellectual. I don't yeah. like that he said tempered and then fandom <laughs> within like the next two But on two the words. other hand, I love a bunch of Boo. like. <laughs> I love a bunch of like core dramatic movies and, and yeah. things like that. And, and musicals. Get, like, yeah. Let's not forget musicals. Yeah, have sure. you bought have you bought tickets <laughs> animated movies? Have you bought tickets to Avengers? I have. Well I haven't. Okay. What does that mean? Yeah, but you don't so go I'm, you don't go opening the night. tempered fandom. Oh he's already <laughs> Oh well, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna don't get it wrong. I'm not gonna let it be spoiled for me. I will go opening night and make sure. Well, I'd like to go opening night, but I heard that AMC's uh, website was crashed. Yes, it was fine later. Did you hear this fun fact today? That one of the directors, one of the the dudes, Mm -hmm. yeah, says no one has guessed correctly on the ending. I'm sure of all the theories out there, he says not a soul. You know the not even the Ant Man. Uh, right, you know it's funny. Right, you know it's funny. Uh, <laughs> Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones has been like making the rounds because you know Game of Thrones yeah. comes back Sunday, and he's, uh, I think Jimmy Fallon or one of them asked him, and he said like I've probably had two thousand people come up to me and pitch what they think is going to happen, and none of them. And he said no one has gotten it right yet. As but he as did say it. his wife, his wife, he was on. I can't remember if it was Fallon. Or it, or I don't remember what show it was on, but when he was the guest, he goes, "Um, my wife on the, Your on the wife. wife, you're welcome." <laughs> on the previous season, yeah, he, he yeah. came out and told her, and she got mad about it. And so on this season, the one that's coming up now, she's actually guessed right, but no. he hasn't told her because she got mad the last time when he told her. I was like, "Wow, you imagine that?" Mm. I, I think it would be amazing to live with the knowledge. Of you know what's going to happen, 
<clears throat> well, like a show, like a like a it's a it's an event. Like get the the final season of a Game of Thrones doesn't come around all the time. Yeah, the world doesn't get ready for things like this all the time, you know. Yeah, and, and you and, have and the and knowledge. People who haven't watched it have to listen to it for another six months. But Sorry. If, if you watch it, if you watch it, you're gonna be you're gonna be that guy. No, but, I, I have no doubt. It's right up my alley. I just it's, it's amazing. I haven't um, I haven't gotten. I want to say it. this is probably the biggest as far as TV wise that I can recall. Probably since Breaking Bad. I can't yeah, like think a finale. Of, yeah, I can't think of anything that's been since Breaking Bad on that level of fandom. I mean, because Walking Dead's still around, and uh, Mad Men ended before Breaking Bad. I, just, uh, I, I don't, I don't see them as being be. a big fandom like that. Mad Men's got a big audience. Yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. Yeah, um, but this is a this is a different level. No, yeah, this, this is, is a Sopranos ending. This yeah, is a this is Sopranos Lost, or um, do we even bring in Mash? That's a different. Nothing will ever have the viewership of Mash. <laughs> yeah, the world was a different time. Yeah, How many Mash. views? It Mash? was like it was like fifty one million. Seinfeld had seventy five million. Uh, maybe that was the bigger one. It, it was, but the the thing about Cheers Mash, had, Cheers might have had a bigger one. Mm-hmm. The thing about Let's Mash, see. it was like I'm interested now. The <laughs> world watched it for real. No, no, no. I, yeah, absolutely. But not everybody had TVs <laughs> <laughs> like they do now. So it, they. they sp- the way they spin it is like, you know, there's more TVs when the next stuff happens. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, nice. Wow, yeah. So, MASH was number one at 105 million. Dude. Could you imagine that? So, that's basically saying... Magnum uh, P.I. Uh, and consider also that this is in like, what, 1970-something where the population was probably only 250 million. Like, to get 105 million today when we're almost 400 million would be unheard of. And half of our audience is going, what the heck is MASH? Listen, right? I've got to... All right, so there's a list. So sad. Um, and in this list are the TV shows like MASH, Cheers, Seinfeld, Friends. One we can't um, name anymore. The uh, Tonight <laughs> Show with Johnny Carson, uh, his last show probably. And then in the middle of that is a show called The Fugitive at number three. That was huge back in the day. In the sixties, huge. I was like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what that show is. It's you never uh, saw the the, the movie is based on the show. Yeah, Harrison Ford. I thought the movie TV was based show. on a book. No, it's mm. based on a TV. I show. thought it was based on a real case. Nope. I thought Tommy Lee Jones was a real marshal. You really thought there was a one? <laughs> you really thought there was a one-armed man? <gasps> there, there's not. He was behind. I thought the whole Harrison time. Ford was a real doctor <laughs> with a real beard. <laughs> I thought he, he really a real didn't, razor. I thought he really didn't kill his wife. No nah, man. He didn't. And I thought Tommy Lee didn't. Care. I thought the one armed man was a real one armed man. He might have been. He wasn't. <laughs> That's so like I, saying Willow really like wasn't how, Willow. You know what I'm that. saying? Star Trek had. We 30. are in the trenches, guys. That's so crazy. Everyone, no, this is this is crazy. Dallas. Dallas. Who shot JR? Who shot uh, JR? Chris, what, Chris went to cheatsheet.com and he basically just found all the the views of shows, finales. I'm actually surprised that's not bigger. All in the family. Everyone loves Archie. One we can't name. <laughs> Max say his name might rhyme with Schmouse Me. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. so crazy. Me, me, Mash. Me, me, 1983. Me, me, More watched than the Super Bowl that year. That is crazy. And it was not surpassed until Super Bowl, was that 45? I don't know. Looks like. XLIV, whatever one that one is. I think that's 45. Speaking of championships, Chris. <laughs> right? Congrats to Virginia. Yeah, they, they won it out. For winning the old NCAA tournament. Great congrats, game until overtime. Congrats to the Baylor, Baylor, uh, Baylor Bears women's basketball program for winning their championship. All right. I know Baylor Baylor. 
bears were your thing. I'm just giving shout out to you know to the champions of the world. Congrats right to Chris Davis for setting the record for most <laughs> at bats without a hit. That's that's actually very, somebody said he hadn't got a hit since. Uh, it was like ridiculous. Uh, what was the stat they did? <clears throat> you know, last year when Notre Dame had the quarterback switch, yeah, he had he hadn't got a hit since the other guy was the quarterback. That's terrible. <laughs> that was like the first or second week, wasn't it? When they made that switch, yeah, that's crazy. So fun times, dear mm-hmm. lord. That's all you got, John. That's, um, all, that's all you're bringing to the table. Well, no, I do. No, I do I have something I, for yeah, the listeners. Sure, sure. That's probably important to go and get. You want to go and do that? Yeah. We, we got that to... stuff out the way. Sports, movies, what we did, fun. Yeah. None of you asked me what I did. We'll get there. Uh, but real quick. <laughs> uh, so, as everyone who's listening probably knows, but if this is your first episode, welcome to Weekly Games Chat. This is episode 199. Where the heck have you been? Um, welcome to your first time. Yeah, right. Next week's episode is episode 200. We're not going to reveal the topic just yet. It's not going to be a game. It's going to be its own thing. It's going to be us. John John suggested it. Should we not uh, announce it first and then again at the end? We'll do both. We'll do, yeah, we'll announce it. Because people bounce around. Yes, we're going to do it now. Especially those two guys that hate you on iTunes. They go to the end to hear you talk to people in emails. That's Mm. funny. So they'll be there listening. I was um, suspicious. (laughs) So, as we said before, episode 200 will be broadcast Without video, but with a lovely picture of our faces that I found from way, way, way back. Uh, at 3 p.m. April 13th, Eastern Standard Time. So this Saturday at 3 p.m., I'll probably start to stream a little bit early, so it will just be up there. And there'll be a wonderful, hey, this is going to start soon, screen and some music, and you can just sit there. And then once we've got everything working and we're sure it's working, then we will queue in the show and and we will go from there uh but yeah come join us um if you want to post in the chat we'll definitely see if we can't answer some questions live uh write in all your comments for you know uh, if you have longer form opinions or if you can't watch live go and write them in and we'll see if we can answer them live on air too and because it's live it has the potential to go horrible (laughs) It'll probably will. I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. I'm expecting of, it to go horrible. Some of the best radio shows I've listened to when they go live for the Halloween event at the bar or whatever they do, it turns out to be phenomenally excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a it's a different beast, and I think it mm-hmm. the episode of 200 for us warrants a possible just mm-hmm. train wreck of a show. But will I'm there be about beers? It. We don't know. It's possible. I mean, it's 3 p.m. on Saturday. I could just say. You know, when you, I don't care what when, you two do. When but. you go golfing on a Saturday, it's 9 p.m. You're cracking beers open. That's right. All right. 9 a.m. Is that what I said? I no, said it was at 9 p.m. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what golf course are hey, you going to? I will say that at 9 p.m. before I've been tanked after being in a golf tournament um, where I've been just where I was drinking beer all day. And then I go to the clubhouse and there's like a party because it's a two day event and I get hammered. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember waking up the next day. It's fantastic. <laughs> You're like, huh? Tea time was all early. Uh, that's when it got rough. That's when you go, I really wish I wouldn't have drank that much beer the night before. Yeah, those are but, always dangerous. But I'm excited, man. Hopefully we get some people on Twitch. If not, if you can't come to Twitch, Chris is still going to capture that audio, I think. Yeah, it will still be a regular episode in the sense that, on that we will next- have that there. I don't know if we'll do news, John. That's up to you if you want to do I news. I think we do a regular show and just yeah. see what happens. That's my two cents. Because it is going to be a short week for the news. I'll have it ready. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever we got. Go like, some stuff happened this week. <clears throat> Bye. Yeah. 
Uh, but yes, 3 p.m. this Saturday, April 13th, 2019, for you Eastern people Standard listening Time. in 2020. So, so if you live on the West Coast at noon, if you live over in London, 8 p.m., that's why we picked 3 p.m. We tried to find what we thought was You live was in Australia. We're sorry. Yeah. 3 a.m. <laughs> it must be lonely. Right? Good day, mate. Uh, no? No. You no. can Australia literally. Australia is awesome. Dude. Look, if they're in Australia, they 3 a.m. It must out. be lonely. Ah. Matchbox 20. Rob, Rob Thomas. He's got an album. You like. Oh, John gave Chris the look of death. Sir, there's only one acceptable Rob Thomas song, and that Smooth is Santana, Santana featuring Rob Thomas. That was a horrible Santana, the guy who cannot survive on his own talent. You mean? You mean? Yeah, that's the exactly. guy who has made, more money than us. Yeah, yeah that guy. Well, yeah, <laughs> the guy who has like tons of Grammys and missed uh, the like point. Missed the yard. point completely. No, the point. we got the point, John. One of us played at Woodstock, and it wasn't anyone in this room. Was it, uh, Chris, but was it Santana? It was. He did play it. Uh, but that said, uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think the topic that John suggested, as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's the right one. Twitch.tv slash weekly games chat. Yes. This Saturday, 3 p.m., be there or be square. Ooh. <laughs> Most of you should already be followed. There's like 70 followers on there now. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. I like it. Amazing. And and Amazing. while you're there, if you want to hit the subscribe button or, <laughs> Chris, or, or donation. No, just we want them there, Chris. We right? want them listening. <laughs> Gets the people going. It does get the people going. Uh, but that said, John, how was your week? Oh, you really did ask him? Yeah. Well, you know, he cries about We things, never ask so. him. That's part just, of the bit. Yeah, we just move on. <laughs> it's like Meg. Hey, you just broke your Apple Watch. I did not. I should just go on. Tell us about your week. It's fine. Shut up, John. <laughs> Let's go to the topic. <laughs> that's it. That's all you got. That that's all you got. I'm, you know, you ain't good. got none. No. Okay. No. Well, good. I don't know what's happening. I love the best it. part of this is I hope uh, this doesn't happen on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope it does. This game got so bad. That's why I'm really hoping to do the thing I want to do so bad. We discussed this, Sean. Oh, you can't. I can't. Can't just. You pull it out like that. You can't tell me what. Should to do. we tell the listeners that the topic is just going to be unions and uh, Hideo oh Kojima? God. And now we're at a four point three on iTunes. <laughs> That's right. Thanks a Thanks. lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yep. And this is my final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Made it to two hundred. Right? Bye. One ninety nine. I'm going to be on the next one. Oh my uh, goodness. But uh, that said, do you guys want to do the topic? Sure, you, man. If you insist. Yeah, let's okay. do it. I mean, you, you, you guys are the ones We're going to hey, we got this. All I do <laughs> is Topic of the year so far. Let's is do it. it. Yeah. Okay. Topic. Time, 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 time. The topic is. What the hell is this called? Yoshi's, Yoshi's Crafted. Crafted World. Why do you always do this? No, no, no I no, honestly, no. I honestly Wait, did not. It's do not it. Yoshi's Cookie. It's Yoshi's something. I gotta, I gotta go home. Uh-oh. Played the wrong game. <laughs> Hi, John. I might have played Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> is there a Yoshi's Cookie? Yeah, it's on the NES. Ah. Yoshi's Cookies on Yoshi's the NES. Cookie. It sucks. <laughs> did it? Oh yeah. Is Yoshi's that? Cookie sounds like something people go after. 
Oh dear! I did it all for the cookie. <laughs> the cookie. So you can take that Yoshi and it's 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 right there. It's right there as a companion piece to Mario was missing. Uh, Mario was missing is amazing. No, it's not. Was that Super NES? Yeah, I, I rented that game Smash from Blockbuster, and I beat it in one day. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I did. One of the one of one of, one of my nice. most one of my most favorite Super NES games that's probably the suckiest, uh-huh. but I loved it. Was uh, Tasmania based off the TV show? Well, it was about Tasmanian Devil, but it was like it was like him. Uh, it was like a With racing. It was a racing game almost. Can I tell you? So he's my, running down this so road. Have like Dizzy and um, it, it had the him, female one. No, it had him running. It was a it was a semi it was a runner. <laughs> can I can I tell you my favorite Super Nintendo game like that was your Tasmanian Devil version? Sure. The Lion King. Uh, <laughs> I, wait. That was probably as I recall That was an okay game. I think that was um GamePro gave it like five oh. insane faces. Do you remember that rating yeah. system for GamePro? So it was, it was okay that I like the Lion King? I think so. All those Disney games at the time that came out for Super NES were really good. Aladdin was really good. Aladdin um, was really good. So I think, the Star I think Wars games were good. The Star Wars games. They were hard, but they were good. Yeah, they were excellent. <clears throat> yeah, Tasmania. Right there. That's the one. It's like a racer. Hmm. You just run and right you there. try to catch... I think you try to catch... Uh, Crazy. Birds or something like that. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's a good, it's not a bad looking game. I got a I got a kick out of it. It's set. I think it's set to a timer, and as you're racing, you have to you have to eat certain things while you're racing. <clears throat> so, Yoshi. I say racing Spe- as if speaking. <laughs> I say racing as if you're racing somebody, but you're not. That, that's pretty that's, cool. I think this is. Um, that's not. I have no idea. That's probably a Sega game. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, well, how did we get made. here? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, we, we were all you, made by Sunsoft. You talked about Yoshi's company. Cookie because we were talking about oh, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this, I called this, it really bad. Yeah, this happened. But yeah. um, so John finally bought Yoshi and we played it together. You finally bought Yoshi. <laughs> I'm joking. Because remember when it released, I had got it, I think, a day or two before you and. Yeah. And you had not got it, but it took, well, I I had it, and it just took me a couple of days to get to it um, because, unfortunately, uh, I I got really obsessed with Sekiro. Mm-hmm. I don't like the accent you just put on Sekiro. I don't either. I'm really Why'd you do that, that now? I was trying. That? I was trying to be um, trying to be cool. I was trying to be cool. <laughs> Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah, he said Sekiro. Sekiro. <laughs> like Sekiro. what? What is the? Yeah. Don't Shadows ever say Sekiro. But speaking of companion pieces. Oh, is this a? I think Yoshi, Yoshi's Crafted World, uh-huh. is a nice companion piece to, se- to Sekiro. Ah, uh-huh. Yoshi's died because twice. one is like Yoshi's well, after, nowhere near. Go, the going or? off of Sekiro, it's just it's it's a detox. It's like a breath of fresh. It's air. a detox to play a game sense. like Yoshi's Crafted World. You know, I mean, it's a harder game than Sekiro. I mean. Yoshi's Crafted World. If you, if, Yoshi's Crafted World makes Sekiro look like Kirby's epic yarn. If you had been on the stream last night to hear me um, almost start to rage, you'd think you were playing you, Dark yeah. Souls or something. But uh, John and I both got excited when the demo for Yoshi dropped. Oh man, that's when my uh, I was I was excited for this game, and I knew my household was going to own this game uh, because my wife is a your wife. Thank you is a huge Yoshi fan. She always has been. A matter of fact, fun fact: when our bed is made, John. On our bed yeah. sits five Yoshis. No kidding. Different colors. Yeah. Just wow. like a game. 
Yeah. So your bed is basically Yoshi's Island. Possibly. That's insane. I got Yoshi's tongue. What do you do? With, <laughs> what just happened? What Yoshi? Where Where do the Yoshis go during uh, Richardness? Yeah, the, the floor. Uh, they got, you make them watch. They gotta go. You just called it Richardness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to Richard imagine. Time. I'm just trying to. Ma- Richard I'm in a state of time. Richard. Yeah, you're. I'm just Richard trying to imagine you me. during. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like trying to imagine you having Richard time. And it's going, and you just. Casually glance over, and, he's looking, and then like there's four eyes of just, Yoshi just, just staring at me. you. Your new like, podcast, be ashamed. You're of doing yourself. a new You're podcast so called dirty. Richard Time with Sean. <laughs> at least a little so short, dirty. short segment every once in a while, huh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played the demo, and the gameplay was so so good. Were you immediately going? I'm getting this. Yeah, the demo? I immediately yeah. knew it. I I I, uh, I told my wife, your wife. Thanks, John. Uh, I'm not good at this. She needed to. Okay, so anytime I say wife, (laughs) you got to say it back like we say. You have to understand something, though. (laughs) You guys were doing it to me for a year, so in my mind, it's just something that's done to me. Okay. Yeah. The so I'll get there. You just got to give me. You got to give me time. I understand it. Um, He's he's special. So the the demo, as John pointed out, is not the entire game. Nah. Last night you told me. Wait that. a minute. It's cool, Chris. Don't worry about it. We just Sorry. we're recording a show. I, I think Chris is bored, guys. No, he's gonna if he if he pulls a Chris during this, I'm slicing his throat box. Um, <laughs> one ninety nine. That's all that happened. I was trying to see if there was CC so I could listen to you guys, but also I really want to because I don't know if you saw. Do what you usually do. Put on some footage. I watched the game. and go make us some tea. Yeah, do all the things you normally do. Whoa. When you don't make buy, tea? When you don't support the Nintendo Switch and don't buy Yoshi. Sir, um, I, I bought a game that I'm wanting to talk about on that system. T- uh, I streamed two games recently from that system. No. The, the episode should be both those games, and then you should be done with it as soon as you start talking. Because those are going to carry. Like those are going to carry no. Yo, Yoshi, we got plenty of content. People like Yoshi. Mm, no one okay. cares about stupid Ape Escape and that other dumb game you played. I brought notes. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, Yoshi. So the demo was great. John and I waited anxiously for the release date of the game. Which when did it drop, John? Drop. Uh, well, we camped outside of GameStop <laughs> <laughs> the night we spooned together in our tent, even though we didn't need a tent or to spoon together. <laughs> well, the car got foggy. <laughs> well, that was because so of much the, the so thing. much hot breath. <laughs> you remember that scene in Titanic where Rose's hand just kind of hits the the glass because that car is foggy. That happened, and when it happened, that was nice. oh, it was hot. That was nice, right? Mm-hmm. It was nice. Um, so yeah. Go ahead, John. What's your notes? First of all, if you brought notes to the game or to the table, you gotta you gotta do the thing to let people know you got notes. Oh, yeah, that thing. You got notes. So uh, I'll let you be the. That's that's enough, John. You let them know. Oh, sorry. Okay, you got the point though. I have notes. So uh, the game at any point, John, you take over. Because you do this well, okay? You said that, you said that the night we were waiting yeah. for the game. <laughs> uh, so the premise of the game is the Yoshis are chilling, and they've got this, uh, what do hold you call on, the thing? On. I think I wrote it down. What do you call the thing with the stones in it? What is that? That's like it their source the of Yoshis. It is the gauntlet. No. Well, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. What is it called? I don't know. It's like Thanos diamonds. Oh, it's the sun dream stone. The sun, it's, a, it's the sun, right? And it's a stone, and it's got these... Uh, it sits, it sits at the top of Yoshi's Island. And it, it's, it's a beautiful little piece of And it has the power to make anyone's dreams come true. It's excellent. So, obviously. So, it really is the Infinity Gauntlet. It's kind pretty of. much. 
Except it for it kind of is. It, it doesn't have a thumbs and a forefinger to snap. So, yeah, there's <laughs> switch. But it's on switch. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like this was a missed opportunity. <laughs> so the premise of what we eventually encounter uh, has to do because Bowser Jr. and that stupid wizard guy, yeah, decide they want to be douche nozzles. Stupid wizard guy, and uh, calls a ruckus. Yeah, they make the sunstone. Do they bring the ruckus and all of its jewels? Disperse. Yeah, they, they they get into this tug of war battle with the Yoshis, um, and you know what happens when somebody eventually lets go during a tug of war, everything scatters, and so yeah. uh, the, uh, the 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 gems, as they're called, get scattered across this um, world, dragging the Yoshis with it. And the as only you can way see, to get it back, as you can see, it's top notch storytelling once again from Nintendo. And the only way to get it back is through the power of platforming. That's right. right, right? The power of platforming. <laughs> we, we, I'm going to definitely talk about how great and surprising the platforming is on this game. Mm-hmm. Um, how difficult it can be at certain times. Um, but so the world is opened up to you. And because, of course, in the title, the name of the game is Yoshi's Crafted World. Everything you see is crafted. John explained. <laughs> ex- John. You know, that's that's very deep, right? So, John, explain the types of things we see on our worlds. Well, you see, in the previous game for Yoshi, it was the woolly world. Yeah. Where everything was woolly. Yeah, like, like <laughs> woolly, Chris. So, like everything was a mammoth? It, let's, <laughs> let's, t- let's picture a very imaginative, imaginative kid wanted to build a 3D world for his action figures. You take, a, you take basic... Um, paper plates, cardboard, cups, paper plates, cups, boxes, all kinds of stuff that you strings. cut out and you make shapes with. The cows are made out of paper. All this stuff—it's almost like a cross between Paper Mario and some other game I can't think of to compare Maybe it to. Maybe one of the Kirby ones. No. Eh, 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 I don't know. Mate, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's actually it's the it, it's a cross between I mean, pa- art no style I, I got it it's a cross between Paper Mario and the traditional art style of Yoshi's Island, I would say makes sense. So I like it. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, definitely one of the things that surprised me in light of um, and not to steal your thunder, Sean. Um, in, in comparison to uh, Super Mario, New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I was surprised, and this just—it's just me, probably an unpopular opinion. Um, how much better the platform and mechanics were in this Yoshi game as opposed to that one? And the only reason I say that this could be blasphemy. I've noticed in the new Super Mario Brothers games, Mario and his compatriots have been just too floaty for me. I think they—you yeah, said that during the review too. Way too floaty, yeah. and Yoshi I want is. To say one of them is specifically designed to be more. You floaty. said that, too. yeah, sure, yeah. 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 I mean, one of them yeah. probably is like Luigi's designed to be yeah. floaty, uh, but that plays into the mechanic and it helps you. But the floatiness of Mario and all that mm-hmm. hinders you, in my opinion. But I will say this: this these mechanics are the best I've played, or remind me of why I like Mario Brothers Three because those mechanics aren't floaty at all. No. Super Mario World, you get into the more floaty mechanics. So, yeah. but I'll but Sean, no, no, you, we're doing great. You didn't steal our thunder. We worked we're together doing okay? on that. Are yeah, we doing okay? We're doing great. We're feeding sure? off each other. The energy's sure? here. We like the game. They're going to hear about it some more. Ooh, let's I just got, keep going. I have to cop to something. All right, let's go. Okay, you don't like the game. This game's trash. Oh no! Stop! Wait. Stop! Just stop the recording, Chris. We got to fix some things. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <clears throat> 
looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at Chris's artwork for our topic. It's nice. So you basically, the premise of this game, you got to go after these, you got to get these five gemstones back and put them back in the, uh, in the, in the gauntlet. In the, yeah, yeah, basically in the gauntlet. In Thanos' gauntlet on Yoshi's so the, Island. You have to get the Infinity Stone. Yeah. Literally, so like traditional, yeah. traditional Mario platformers, you have, you have, you have this hub overworld that you open up. Um, and, and there's a lot of awesome aspects to how this game opens up um, in order to each 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 stage in the game has replayability oh you did things you can go yeah. back to yeah, well, um, once sure. you finish a level there's kind of a way to get kind of a perfect score while you can Wasn't kind like of flowers you guys sunflowers yeah so while you can while the game is not incredibly difficult with the exception of a few things like I was telling Sean on the stream last night if you if you don't respect the game it will find ways to trip you up and that was so, one of the things yeah that, that's a big point the game is it's Yoshi it looks adorable he's running around and he's he's able to you know um Whip out his tongue and, and swallow whatever <laughs> oh, yeah. things in front of him. You know what I mean? There's some things that he can't, but for the most part, he immediately has the Yoshi eggs. That's like um, a, you just did like a true criticism right there. Just I did, yeah. The classic, like just say something and not realizing maybe how that sounded. He invents sentences. Yes, I did. Yeah, but it's great. Because it, that's the thing I do. I don't remember what you said. I don't either. So what, he what? whips his tongue out and just swallows whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna let you go. You know, dude, I can't say yeah in the middle of me saying that. Yeah, thank you. This is falling Jesus. off the deep end because of Chris and his yeah, stupid. Oh, absolutely, it's totally his fault. Well, Paper. Right, let's start over. <laughs> John has notes. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I was at a I was in a level where the uh, the platforming had to do with moving birds. Flying birds, they're, they're, yeah, fly because <laughs> that's what they do. They fly, and, and the way they were flying was from like left to right. A mm-hmm. couple of them were going up and down, mm-hmm. um, and in the middle of that, you had some shy guys blowing into a straw, and then one of those like coney, uh, what are they? Styrofoam balls that you yeah. would make like your 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 planet yeah. sculpture from in like elementary yeah, school. Yeah, they yeah. rise and they, they rise and they fall. So you have a rise and fall element going, and in the middle of that, you have birds coming left to right that you have to jump on. And Yoshi doesn't like running into birds. <laughs> Yoshi can do his like Yoshi jump where uh, you hold the button and he kind of wiggles his little legs to go sure. a little bit yeah, farther. Yeah, yeah. And there are certain things you're trying to reach. And I got so frustrated with that game. And, and going back to John's point, it's because it looks fluffy. It looks like Yoshi. It looks fun. The music is very whimsical. Life's great. You're, you know, you're Yoshi. But now it got hard. And I, I, my brain couldn't comprehend why is this game hard. And it's because I was not respecting... Um, the game you weren't respecting the Yosh. Yeah, yeah the Yosh is legit. <laughs> like it, it it's, it's it's Dark Souls. It's surprisingly <laughs> Dark Soulsish. Uh, and I kept dying, and uh, it, I eventually got it. And then when you learn, uh, I guess during these certain levels that may challenge you, you learn to respect the game. You learn how to take your time. Hmm. I got caught up in trying to do a lot of the things, the replayable things that John points out that you try to go for. Um, you mentioned sunflowers in each, in each level. When you complete it, you get a you get a rating system. There's hidden sunflowers that you can find. Uh, if you have all of your health, you can get a sunflower or daisy or whatever type of flower it is. I don't know people. Oh, it, it looks more daisy. Yeah, it is a daisy. More it's a daisy. daisy. Um, Sorry, it's okay, John. Thanks, man. Um, there's secret red coins that you find. Mm. So if you get all, I think there's 20 of those in each level. You can get a, a daisy. Um, and then after you finish the level. 
uh, at some point in the game, a Poochie comes. Poochie. Poochie, right? You're actually introduced to Poochie during what during your play, and he's awesome. He's like the little, he looks like the dog from Wooly World. Yeah, he is. He, the dog. he is that same dog. Yeah. They didn't alter him at all. Um, but you have an option to play the levels backwards, which yeah. add a whole new element mm-hmm. to the game. Um, to get to each world, there's a guy. He's he's just a ridiculous box with a flower on top of his head, and he's sad when you first see him, and he needs flowers for him to open the world for you. Yeah. And that starts on the first world you go to. Um, well, after you beat these levels and, and you're getting ready to move on to the next world, this guy, the same flower box head guy, he says, uh, hey, by the way, there's some things I'm looking for in these levels. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you may have overlooked during your first run through, uh, like a paper plate that is blue on the bottom of the ocean floor that kind of looks like a flounder, mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of. And so when you go and you find that thing, you can you can get it and life's good what i what i love about that is if you are one of those people that want to go back and do those things um as soon as you get the object or objects that that guy is asking for the screen pops up with an option that you can continue to keep playing or you can be done with the level right then and there which is cool um because the replayability is high on each level i think that's an awesome feature to have when you're going to kind of do a um a hunt for an item that the guy is looking for. Yeah, so. the the challenge is not necessarily obviously it's not necessarily the platforming itself, although you can get tripped up a couple of times and it does obviously get harder as you go, but the challenge I found and I was laughing to myself, well, I was laughing out loud last night because I I, I got through 75% of the level. This was well into the game and I had yet to find a single daisy yeah in the in the level and I, and I was just like I was starting to feel really really dumb because the the and and the the sun that I keep wanting to call them sunflowers but the daisies are there's and it's different for every level you have to find a certain amount and you can track it along the course you can backtrack if you missed one things like that but the hardest thing to do is get to hard the hardest thing to do is to get um perfect health with no damage because that, like you said, that nets you a, a, a daisy. And then the real hard part is finding, particularly further into the game, the 20 red coins. Yeah. So getting a perfect, and, and, and when you do that for a level, you get like this stamp. It's kind of Sound a classic like you, you, motif. You did it. You're yeah. done. Kirby was the same way. You get this stamp on it. That means you've done all this. But like you said, you get to go back and you get to hunt down different things that the that box boy wants you to find. Well, that's what they've always. <clears throat> but that's the challenge of it. In Yoshi. The, like, yeah. yeah no ma- well, just Nintendo in general, like. <clears throat> Toad's uh, Toad's treasure yeah. tracker has that too. Yeah, like, his recent mm-hmm. memory. Yeah, Toad, you can get through the level most of them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sure, the later ones will be a little bit more of a challenge. But you know that Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Kirby, all that kind of stuff. Like that's where they do well. Is is this idea of like, look, if you want to go off the deep end and make this more of a challenge for yourself, you can. Yeah. Otherwise, here's just some really cool mechanics, and you know. And we'll we'll take you through, and you can move on with your life. Like right, you get to determine how much you want to invest into this. And speaking of the way they've classically done the games, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, when you finally get to a boss that you fight, uh, the animation to introduce the bosses is pretty cool. Um, it's a nice little cutscene. But then, and it's, they still have the standard. Um, I don't know if it's Nintendo esque or if it's bosses in general, but it's the three hits you got to get on the boss. Yeah, it, it's more. It's, uh, I feel it, like that's always what it, is, it right? was yeah. kind of created, invented by Nintendo. Yeah, stomp on the head three times. 
some of know. the smaller mini bosses, you can usually get a couple of stomps in at mm-hmm. one time. The major bosses, um, when you stomp them the one time, he, he turns into the, I guess, the second phase of his anger or his mm-hmm. wanting to get you so things get harder. And then eventually by the third yeah. one, you're really moving around on the screen to try to not get hit by whatever objects are thrown at you. John, whatever. could you imagine a boss fight in Sekiro with only three Stomp hits? the head three times? Yeah, that's it. Golden. See, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, the levels are beautiful. Um, I agree. It, you, it's hard to to uh, to say, hey, man, this, this level where there's like this uh, molten Play-Doh-y looking stuff that's supposed to be lava and, and these, these rock things that I think are like rocks. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, it, for it to all tie together and it be the level like you feel like you're playing a lava level in Mario, yeah. um, but it's not any of that stuff. It's fantastic. Some of the outdoor levels that, that featured acorns and trees and tree branches, it looked like I saw a Yoshi running in the in the you know, your local park or woods. Yeah, it was, it was all, everything's made out of cardboard, but it all, everything's alive and, and, and bright and pops. It just, everything is so, I mean, and let's be honest, nobody does cute like Nintendo does. I mean, nobody does cute like that. You're absolutely right. And I'm cute. One of the, Uh, one of the cute things that they do that I don't know if they did in, in Wooly World is they introduce costumes and they may have with Amiibo support in the Wooly World. I don't remember. But, um, so you're earning money as you go through. There's coins, just like in you know, like a Mario game. And uh, in the hub of each world, with the box head flower guy, um, there's a uh, there's box like a gumball machine. Boy. Yeah. And in that gumball machine, when you go to it, it's to unlock costumes. So you put a you put your coin in or your however whatever amount it asks you for, and out comes a little Yoshi egg ball. It opens up and you get a costume. Those costumes are fantastic because you can equip them. And Yoshi, it's it's adorable because he's wearing it. Say so it's like a um, I'm trying to think of the one. I, I did like a truck. Mm-hmm. So Yoshi's running around with a little cardboard truck. But what that does is it gives you extra health on levels yeah. to protect you from, you know, getting hurt on a level that you may um, find a little bit more difficult or what have you. And uh, I just, the adorable factor is that a, if there's a scale of one to 10, it's at an 11 for me. It's, oh, for sure. It's, it's freaking adorable. And just um, the creativity of the levels. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure the routes you've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, one of the key things is, you know, you just don't go from world one, world two, world three. You can kind of go in any reasonable direction you want to. You don't Bless have you, to do. Thank you. you don't have to do a certain world before the next world. You can pick and choose which way you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some there's some real opportunity to explore, and just the worlds have, are so dynamic and different. Nothing really ever looks the same. There's obviously there's the there's the there's the lava worlds that are kind of more traditional. Um, there, but there's these levels that sort of go off the beaten path as far as what the game is traditionally doing. I think you were playing it last night. The 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 level with the um, the airplane. Yeah, Every, yeah which was just an, that's about, an amazing level. So every <clears> once <throat> in a while, you'll you'll have a new mechanic to where you're not doing the classic platform. John brings up. An airplane, and as you know, this type of level is going to come up because as Yoshi starts at his starting area, you walk up to a almost like a, a dry erase or chalkboard, and it kind of tells you things that you need to do in this particular level and what mechanic you're going to be. The first one you're introduced to is a life size. Um, it almost looks like a wooden Yoshi that you're controlling, and he's got like a hand uh, with a boxing glove on that you can move up and down. And as that Yoshi moves across the level, you have to punch the things in the way. Um, 
the one John just brought up is an airplane, and, and the mechanic is you have to put Yoshi on the front of the plane to make the plane go down. You have to put Yoshi on the back of the plane to make the plane's nose go up. So you start flying through a level, and the way the plane is moving like an airplane is based on how you're moving your Yoshi. So imagine throwing in that element. You're trying to get daisies for that level, but then bombs are falling out the sky. Other planes are coming at you, shooting at you. Um, things are in the way. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be very chaotic, but it's super fun. Um, one of my favorite levels so far has been one in a mine, or it was supposed to look like it was in a mine, where you have to move little mine cars back and forth. Hmm. It was it was early on, yeah, uh, super fun. Uh, I was I'm pleasantly surprised on how much, um, how many levels there are. You think that in my mind I go okay, like the first Mario game, Mario uh, on Nintendo was uh, it had eight levels. They all had it was there was eight worlds with four levels apiece. So it's like 32 levels you could have played if you wanted to. Did I do the math right there? Yeah. So I'm thinking when I see these first five suns, I'm thinking. How's this going to play out? Is that so, only in my in my head doing the math? There's like between forty and fifty levels. Yeah, there's a lot of and, levels, and you that's can play. just and that's just the main game. I heard I hear there's some end of game levels, like mm-hmm. particularly maybe two, uh, three or four ultra challenging levels. Oh my god! Um, but you know, secure old souls. <laughs> yeah, <It's>, <laughs> this game is souls like. <laughs> It just pushes boundaries. It makes you really Yoshi question souls. how far you want to go. It, uh, and if you die, you lose all your eggs and you have to go back to the eggs and collect the eggs. Dear you, God. Chris asked about how the health is, is kept up and you have a meter. Uh, you have your main beating heart and then there's like little hearts that go around it. Yeah. If you've ever played Yoshi, you know that sometimes when you uh, pop one of the clouds that come up with the question mark on it, little pink hearts fall down. Those are what you have. Those increase your overall health. Um, the hiddenness of, of possible clouds or, or daisies or other things you find, extra coins, um, it, it adds a level of depth to each of the levels you're on that is, is super it's super fun. Um, it's like a 2.5D, you know? Yeah. 2.5 Richard? In, in Woolly World, did they have it where you could go... Um, I never played Willy Wonka. It wasn't just left and right. I didn't play that one. It, it, you could actually, at some point, the path would make you go that way. Mm. So it's like you're walking. You get to see behind buildings, and I think it did. Yeah. But I this think. this adds a super... It, it's just super cool how they do it. They they followed up with Willy World and its adorableness, and they and they brought more of a, a arts and craft and a, a paper-like world really to life. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Um, I love this game. Yeah, one of the the chief one of the chief mechanics in this game is is sort of traditional to a Yoshi game. Your eggs are your weapons. Um, it's how you take down. It's a it's one of the ways you take down enemies, and it's also in this one, un, unlike the like the original Yoshi's Island, um, which I think everybody here would agree is a amazing game. Um, True. Yeah. But um, this True. one this one you are you are allowed to aim one of your eggs in the and almost the f- anywhere in the level that you want. And there's these cardboard cutouts that are like clouds, bushes, things like that, that you can knock down because you never know there might be coins hidden behind mm-hmm. them. So the whole level is this, is this everything you have to look and search for all these, all these items in the world. They're just not visible to the naked eye. You right. have to knock over things, manipulate the world, um, 
tons of mechanisms in this world that you can push and pull and knock out and all this stuff. It just makes the world a little bit more organic um, and gives it just a a whole lot more depth, uh, given primarily with this egg shooting mechanic. Yeah. You're able to aim almost to any any field, uh, like depth. It's crazy. Like, I don't remember any other Yoshi I've played being able to do that. Yeah, it's typically the egg was used, it would shoot forward, and that's uh, pretty it's much kind of it. diagonal, left, right, whatever, but this one, you can aim almost anywhere. Um, I love I love Yoshi as a character. Um, ob- obviously, Nintendo knows they have something there. Yoshi's been the, the main character in several games now. Mm-hmm. He's adorable. Um, they're just early on. He's talking to the first box flower guy that you see, mm-hmm. and the, you see the text from the flower guy going back and what forth. What are you doing here? And he explains, and, just, and then he says, "Well, my name's this. What's your name?" And you just hear Yoshi say, <laughs> "Yoshi." Um, and when he, you know when he's holding his egg and he's aiming, you just hear the, <laughs> yeah, it's just adorable. And I, um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's. It, this, it like like you said, this is a breath of fresh air coming off a Sekiro type game, but it's it's just so fun that you know you, you I, I'm glad I have a Switch. I'm glad I'm able to buy and play this game because this is the type of game that is just it is just fun. And it, there's no pressure to it. Speaking of that, there is a mode like uh, it's funny because John and I both saw this pop up. <laughs> Uh, it actually it actually gives <laughs> yeah. you the, it actually gives you the option when you first play, but John and I are champions, so we chose. <laughs> I heard that like it automatically tries to default you after to it, right? af- after after a certain couple of deaths on my yeah. part. The screen popped up, which was completely embarrassing. It said, "You know, if you'd like, you can switch to mellow hey, mode." By the way, we have a want. mellow mode for you people who can't play real games. <laughs> we understand you suck. <laughs> we understand you. It suck. was the equivalent of uh, <clears throat> the things in bowling that pop up for when kids bowl, so mm-hmm. they don't get gutter balls. <laughs> kids yeah, bowl. Exactly. That's what that pop up was. To exactly. Me. So, uh, yeah, man. Anything else on your notes we need to go over? Because well, I've said I, this game is awesome about forty-two times. <laughs> One of the, I mean, you'll get a new mechanic in a level, uh-huh. for example, um, and that mechanic is great, mm-hmm. but you'll never get to use that mechanic again. Like the triceratops. So oftentimes, hand? yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oftentimes, it just doesn't, it doesn't really capitalize on the original ideas, things that are truly unique to the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. I mean, that's one criticism of mine. Another one, and, and it's only, it's it's a style choice. It's a. I wish they would. I, I think the games like Kirby and Yoshi. I, I think it's time to. Well, I understand that the reason they do this is probably because the primary audience is a younger audience. I feel like these games, because this game in particular felt so good to play as a platformer, you wished for that additional challenge. I know we mm. ran into some challenge. A in couple levels, levels, but for the most part, yeah. Um, you know, and just putting in a, putting in that one additional option on on one, on these games going forward. You got the mellow mode, the regular adventure mode, and then expert mode. Just you know, veteran player mode, veteran platformer mode, whatever you want to call it. I just think it's time to put that stuff into Kirby and Yoshi and all these traditional platformers that are designed for a younger audience. I understand that they can still be for mm-hmm. a younger audience, but you know. Give that extra content, like I'm hearing that at the end of this game that it unlocks three or four levels. Why not 20 levels? Hmm. You know, why not? uh, Giving that player that additional, you know, choice to be challenged by this game because this game is fully capable of challenging you. And I I don't see a reason why 
why it can't. So that's just a couple of just a couple of criticisms I have. Um, so it's not about a ten, Chris. I, I'm getting that sense. <laughs> I'm getting that. You're, you're on your a own ten game. is never a perfect game. Oh, oh, don't so, get it twisted. Oh, oh, he gave you hope. Curveball, <clears throat> glimmer of hope. I like it. No such thing as a perfect game. In baseball. Okay, Sandy Koufax. Oh man, World Series. What a man. <laughs> That's funny. So, it sounds like you two are ready to Richard this out. Sean, you seem pretty dang high on this game. I mean, you, you seem to allude to it last night, so I'm just going to... Yeah, I love I love this game. I I'm going to guess it's at least a 9 from you. I, I'm thinking of a, for episode 199. I can't go 10. Oh, you're going to go 9.9? I think I got to go 9.9. Nine? So. 9.9! <laughs> I think I got to. I love okay. this game. I th- I'm going to say that if you own a Switch, you need to buy Kirby's uh, Crafted World. Oh. And by Kirby's, I mean Yoshi's. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I do for you people. And I think I'm going to leave it right there. I don't need. Sometimes when you give a score after we talk about a game, mm-hmm. especially on episode 199, you give it a 9.9 and you move on. That's Absolutely. true. Just John, saying, you gave it a 9.9? Give it a 9.9 for episode 199, John. Jeez, no pressure here. <laughs> John, if you were to give this a score, what would you give it? 8.75. Okay. <laughs> 8.759. Yeah. That's an 8.76. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just it's just it's just shy of being a nine. <laughs> you do. It's yeah. what it's just shy of being what I think could be considered, mm-hmm. you know, on You're, my top five. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know if my excitement comes from not playing Wooly World or not playing a, a Yoshi title. And that could definitely uh, help. I don't, I don't know, but I, I, it's, I just, it's so fun. And so it doesn't take itself too serious. Well, I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to hold back my, pre- cause I think I could easily give it a nine or a nine five. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm not is because, and it, this is not a vent session or anything. It's here lately. Um, over the past couple of months, there's been a lot of games that have come out. It's unusual for, I don't know. It feels like it's unusual. It's not unusual. This, it mean, no, oh, you're not no. shutting it down. Yeah, Why he, don't you shut it down? We don't shut down Tom Jones here. <laughs> so. I don't know. It, you, 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 I don't know why. You but. start you start grinding into the division and you start enjoying it. Then you've got to move on to something else. And you grind into that. You get into that. You got to move on to something else. And you know. This is just this thing you can finish in five hours, and it's and mm. it's there's no pressure to it. You can finish Ocean Five. Oh hours. yeah, four to, four to six hours you can finish this. Like game. I said, I'm sure. Yeah, that's all you want to do is just yeah. go from left to right. I just, played just, for about four hours last night. I didn't well, you struggled game, for <laughs> you struggled for about. Two I'm not to tell you, you suck. <laughs> so I've been trying to tell you that for a while. It's just and look, I, I'm in a privileged position. I get to talk about video games on a show where we have an audience. I'm not complaining in the sense you think i am but sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes you're just complaining i mean here lately and i think everybody gets this way here lately you just want to go and play bioshock or some game that has nothing to do with the show exactly that we'll never talk about on the show you just want to spend a month playing the stuff you honestly want to play and this yoshi game kind of just gave me some peace that's how around. it brings it back, huh? So it just gave me some peace <laughs> and no pressure. Like, you know, Sekiro was just, ugh. Yeah, you know, hard. Amazing game, but it's just, 
There's this pressure to perform. Did you beat that guy in Sikra? Uh, what guy? The one guy that Chris told you how to beat him. The after, dude with the show. spear on top of the hill. Oh, no. Yeah, I, he's, still, I haven't beat the ogre He's either. insane. Um, I told you I was fine right now. Oof. You haven't beat the game yet? I, I think I'm pretty dang close to the end. Yeah. I feel like I just made a choice. That I'm thinking probably, this weekend. Probably he's going to set up what kind because there's like three endings, I think. Yeah. So I think I just made my choice. Well, my point, you know, <laughs> it took me forever to get to Yoshi because I was obsessed over Lady Butterfly. Sure. Well, i tell you Did what, I uh, beat her? Not yet. I guess what's going to happen. I'm close. Get there, this weekend when GameStop has a 50% extra trade-in sale, mm-hmm. <laughs> guess what game's going to GameStop? Huh? Sekiro. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, enjoyed it. Go buy it. Have fun with it. It's definitely worth 60 bucks. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. There you go. Two stamps of approval out of two. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'm glad you both enjoy it. Thank you, um, sir. You guys both sound like you were having a blast last night. When you it's, were. it's so fun. When you were uh, discussing it. Meanwhile, Chris Love scored 51 points. Yeah, he got did. 18 assists. He lit him up. He don't need no Carl Anthony Towns. Chris Love made his Twitch debut last night. And he dominated. Looks just like me. We can all verify it, right? You guys saw it. Yeah. Exactly. Your corn, your corn, corn, never mind. Boo. Uh, you guys want to do some no, some news? Some news? You, know, you guys want to do some news? Oh, right? Sure. This show sucks. All right. show's amazing. Episode 199. <laughs> Best show ever! All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Wasn't ready for that. News! Thing, three, two... You can't count down when we're sitting there going at each other about we're going, words we're saying. Yeah. We were warring. I was producing. I was moving Who's the show. Who's Warren? G? What's his last name? <laughs> See, because Warren. Is this thing on? Yeah. Yes. Well, this is live. We miss saying news. So you want to do it again? Yeah. Three. Uh, okay. Moments pass. I know. But we'll get them next week, though. Will, Will we? we? Will we? It's live. We have to. We have no choice. Chris will count us down again, and it'll be a thing. <laughs> Three, two, <laughs> five. Yes. I should probably get news. the actual news thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah we like to read things. Excuse. Just saying. There you go. All right. I want to, um, what do you want to read? I don't care. I want to read words. You want to do things? Mm. All right. I'll go first. Yeah, you mm. You're going to get to talk about Alan Wake. That makes sense. Even though I love that game. Uh, Best Buy. They leak things. They leak possible Switch titles. U.S. retailer Best Buy has listed a few titles as upcoming for Nintendo Switch. Persona 5. Metroid Prime Trilogy. That's a good one, right? Were you excited about that one? Very much so. If that's true, I'll get to play Metroid Prime finally. And The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past have all been listed on its internal staff-only database, according to Twitter leaks. What is Twitter leaks? I love a good leak. Uh, when there's a leak on Twitter. It depends, John. Uh, Persona 5 has been long rumored for Switch, mainly due to the character Joker appearing in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> Metroid, Bros. <laughs> Bros. Metroid Prime Trilogy could be true due to it being a possible consolation for the Metroid Prime 4 delay. As far as a link to the past, who do we need to kill to make this happen? I'm wondering if any of these are going to be remasters. That's what I'm... I would yeah. love a link to the past remaster. Which one are we getting? Link to Awakening? 
Yeah. Yeah. Link's Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I can't wait to put my. No, I would definitely play uh, Link to the Past if it was on there. Yeah, there's sure. been, but there's been given. A lot of times people, a lot of times retailers put like reserve spots. Yeah. Due to anticipation of it happening. In case this is here, yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. But I would love for, I mean, I could see giving Persona 5 a chance on Switch, you know, since I've played some JRPGs lately. Who is it I that's playing? That. I think Josh finally played that and he's oh, like, you? yeah, that's it's definitely something unique. <laughs> yeah. But I think he said he liked it. Yeah, my uh, my I would love to find out how they would uh, translate Metroid Prime Three controls mm-hmm. to the Switch. Mm. What, were, what was the original controller? There was motion controls. Um, the Switch nunchuck. I'm mm-hmm. sure they would just put it to a joystick. Yeah, that's pretty That'd easy. Be the John. Easy thing because first person. <laughs> you just put A. You where, just solve the mystery. You just put yeah, A right. where A goes. Yeah. And B I'm where no B longer goes. wondering. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like literally every first person game <laughs> since Halo. Well, why do I have a fruit fly? It could it could not be a thing. It's possible. Mm. <laughs> I was, you know what was a thing now? What Alan a Wake pivot. Two? Oh my God. Alan Wake Two was a thing. We just need to give up this business. I don't pivot. think so. I don't think so. It's just really bad. I think it's a thing. Although Alan Wake Two was in development at Remedy, <laughs> so the project sorry. did not pan out or get off the ground. I was excited about that. Speaking with Remedy, I think we reported it. Mm-hmm. Speaking with Remedy's, uh, and they had heard it here first. Speaking with <laughs> speaking with Remedy's director. We need to have a like a soundbite called "Breaking News," <laughs> brought to you first here. I can make that. Speaking with Remedy's director of communications, Thomas Pua, or Puha. <laughs> hey, that's quote: what, We uh, were working on Alawake two years ago when it just didn't pan out, which is basically what I just said. As of right now, there are no plans for the sequel in the future. Quote: We're just booked solid for the re- uh, next couple of years, really. End quote. Remedy is currently finishing up development on Control. Which is set to release in 2019. I haven't. I've been hearing a lot about Control, but I haven't seen any footage of it. I know it's they out had, there. I know it's out there. I just haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah, they did a IGN did a preview, and I have to say, after watching, I was like, "Ooh, yeah, this is why I like Remedy games. They do interesting things. They do a Max Payne game. That they are the creators of Max Payne. Oh, the creators of Max Payne. Two things. Then they sold it all to. Did you see that old Rockstar? I did not. Lightning was outside the window just now. Ooh. It's raining on record. Lightning always... strikes. Mm-hmm. Cries. Listen. <laughs> live. Wow. Thunder. Listen. Yeah. Uh, it, always makes me, it always makes me sad to, to know that, that Alan Wake 2 almost happened and they just couldn't get together. I want to believe that it's probably Microsoft because I think Microsoft in part owns the IP for that. For sure. So it probably has to do with thing of well it would cost this much to make and we'd want to, you know, for us remedy to make that game we would need you to commit to this and you know. Here's here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. You know, with the newfound relationship between Microsoft and Nintendo, Nintendo. I'm calling it first Alan Wake 2 <laughs> Switch, oh, Switch exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> How many um, heads would explode if that happened? I don't know. It'd be, it'd be outstanding. You think as many as when Cuphead came over, huh? I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Fortnite gets the royal treatment. Prince Harry has recently called for a ban on Fortnite and other games while at a YMCA in West London. 
According to the Daily Express, Prince Harry expressed that games are addictive. Ooh. <laughs> newsflash, newsflash, newsflash. <laughs> really? He was speaking about addictive games and social media to mental health experts, saying that these things are more addictive than drugs and alcohol. Mm. Hmm. That's anecdotal, Harry. <laughs> Your Highness. When he specifically spoke about the battle royale. Don't you royale, give him his royalty? Because he's, he's royal, right? Yeah. yeah. We're not British. Oh, we don't have to do that. Okay. Uh, when he specifically spoke about the battle royale. someone we love. Fortnite, he said, quote, this game shouldn't be allowed. No, the, the game should not be allowed. That's not a royal accent. Um, <laughs> it's created to addict. An addiction to keep you in front of a computer. 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 For as long as possible. Or your HDTV, because, you know, from your console. It's so irresponsible. Parents have got their hands up. They don't know what to do about it. And their hands go up. (laughs) And they stand up. (laughs) It's like waiting for the damage to be done. It's more dangerous because it's normalized and there are no restrictions to it. We Mm. are in a mind-altering time. Without that human connection, when you do have a problem, you have nowhere to go. The only place you might go is online, and you'll probably end up getting bullied. End quote. That's really spoken my, no offense to Prince Harry, because I know he lives a very busy life, right? You know, it's pretty much you're doing one of two things. You're either off on vacation or else you are touring the nation for, you know, in the name of the crown. Plus, he lives in a castle with a boat. That's what you do. Dude, and he served in, like, the military. Yeah, like, you're you're consistently doing things. So I understand... I, I would be w- willing to venture that Prince Harry has probably not played very many games in his life. Uh, and I could definitely understand when you're, you know, out when you're talking to certain people that they are going to present these facts to you, which is, yeah, it, it is true. Like, look, games can be a very addictive thing. There's no no one denying all that. It's more of like when you look at today's culture, though, I'd say, it, are they any more addictive than, say, you know, just browsing the internet or going to Instagram, going to Imager, going to Facebook, Twitter, uh, checking the news consistently. You know, there's unhealthy relationships with just about all forms of media out there. And then on top of that, other things that are also unhealthy for you. It's up to you as a person to decide what you want to engage in. I don't think you're going to change anything by banning Fortnite. You're just going to make a bunch of people pissed off that they can't play something and, they like. And I'm, I'm a parent <laughs> myself and... I don't get the thing where parents have their hands up and don't know what to do about it. It's called um, turn you, it off. It's you, called parenting. Yeah, it's thank you. Simplize, like make that very simple, John. It's called parenting. You shut it down. Yeah, you stop, say, stop being scared of your kids. Exactly. And most of these, I mean, they're to the credit of uh, especially Microsoft and, and uh, PlayStation. They give their parents, and I haven't really researched Nintendo, but I'm sure they have stuff too. They they give their parents a lot of uh, power over those kids' accounts where if they want to shut down things and restrict things, they have the ability you know, to make it very hard for them. There's nothing more. The most pleasant sound in the world to me is the sound of a child crying. I like we uh, know this. I was looking into new routers, um, and and like remember I was talking about the mesh router system I was going to buy. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed this on a lot of new streaming um, devices, like like to get the internet to the, the different rooms of your house. That they do have uh, 
Like just cut it off. Yeah, like a certain you can set the time. It's almost like a, a timer where you can say from like, this time to this time we're gonna have dinner. Now it's dead and you're zone. doing home homework and there's no internet in the house. Yeah, that's I mean cool. that's pretty cool. Prince yeah. Harry obviously is wrong about the principled application of a ban. Sure, he's not wrong about the idea. Yeah, um, of a, I get what he's trying to yeah. say. I mean, th- I you do. Can, you can go online and, and and read stories about you know, and I think we reported this one on the news. Um, a kid sat through a tornado because he had to play Fortnite. Correct. Yeah. That is a problem. Sure. There's a kid. The, the, I read about. I read about adults out there who wear who wear grown up diapers so they can defecate on themselves <laughs> so they don't have to get up and interrupt their play in Man. Fortnite. That's horrible. So he's right. He's one hundred percent right about the damage that a medium such as this, and I say such as this. Mm-hmm does to a person i know someone who was put in rehab because they were addicted to tetris Mm -hmm. i mean this is damaging across the board but like chris said it's instagram it's it's the idea of social media being damaging to someone's mental capacities because it's a constant seeking of validation and -hmm. what that validation does it's like a drug it constantly when you hear a click or a like or something like that dopamine gets released it's a drug it is a drug of some form so maybe he'll uh, I, I would say for him, maybe also reach out to Prince Harry to, to reach out to, you know, the other good side, because, yeah, it's like, no, we don't like have to anything. worry about it. We fought a revolution to get away from these folks. <laughs> it's, it's like anything. You know, there's <laughs> hilarious. There, there is good and bad. Right. And plus there, got- there are things that like games allow people for for you to reconnect to people, despite the fact that you lived over vast differences or distances and all those kinds of things. We can connect with our buddy Andrew, who lives in Massachusetts, or is it Maine? Massachusetts, Massachusetts. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, or <laughs> no, it's terrible New, it's, brother-in-law. It's New Hampshire. Is oh, it, is it New is Hampshire? It New Hampshire? Yeah, primary man. Uh, but see, like, John, a primary is <laughs> you know it allows us to do that. <laughs> Going to social media, being able to catch up with relatives and see pictures of people that you care about as they're living their lives, even though you don't get to see them every day. All that is wonderful, and that that's a great part of it too. Is is why I would say to him. So, you know, Fortnite, for instance, is, is has made a lot of people reconnect, and and that's a good thing. But on the other hand, yeah, there's a serious discussion to be had that whether you're a 38 year old man or you're a 13 year old kid, too much of anything is probably not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Learn to put it down. Instead, just watch more Game of Thrones because the season starts. Sunday. Do whatever. Why? Do what every <laughs> mentally healthy person does, and binge things. Exactly. That's you know. That's hilarious. Just shut out the world for four weeks. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, should we save the recording right now with the weather, or does your power normally cut off? Are we good? Um, yeah. All right. We're good, or uh, should we? Look, shut maybe it off? episode one ninety nine. I'm just saying because it's been lightning and thundering. I'm not just talking about thunder. Yoshi again. I'll, I'll pull up the weather while uh, we do that here. Let me put that there for you. And Speaking of the weather. Douche. All right. <laughs> he said douche, but not as in douche. He just make, he makes sound Start, effects. You're supposed to be reading. Super Johnson. Meat Boy has been delayed. What? Super Meat Boy Forever has been delayed from its planned April 2019 release date. Announced by... T- I, I will say, I think that was a release window. I apologize. I don't think a date has been specified. Announced That's by that sounded Snape-like from Harry Potter. Announced by Team Page. Meat on Twitter, the note read, 
We've been knocking out the last bits of Super Meat Boy forever at record speeds while keeping a healthy and sustainable pace. We are going to keep that pace, which means we will not hit our April 2019 release. Sorry about that. We could have sacrificed our minds, bodies, and social lives to make April 2019, but that's stupid. Team Meat isn't about, isn't some studio owned by an evil A-hat corporation that has say over what we do and how we do it. See, he's a bad guy. We are fortunate enough to have control over how we work and we choose not to run ourselves into the ground, end quote. The release date, die. the release date will be given soon and it shouldn't be much of a wait beyond April. Beyond. Oh, sorry. Wrong thing. Yeah, that was he didn't say to infinity first. I mean, obviously <laughs> obviously this is a jab towards mm. electronic arts. Well, 2K, you know. Well, to be fair, the the bad guy, I believe is called Evil uh or Professor A hat. So that's probably what they're going towards. But it was a double entendre. If you but know. yes, it probably is jabbing. Double also entendre. To that. But uh, probably. I'm pretty sure it's his name. I, I, it's been forever since I played Super Meat Boy, right? Um, but I can't say it shocked me because I I feel like I remember also when they were making this. Like it's a very small team, and I don't know if they've expanded. Like I think the original was made by two dudes. Um, I don't imagine they you know all of a sudden have a studio of 50 people, right? So for these kind of guys, when they're making something, you just that's the bad part of any game sometimes is, yeah, they take a long time because they're perfectionist and they, they don't have a lot of resources. Right. You yeah. Just make I, them just, what you make. I think I should refrain from commenting. Ah, they are really fun games. Though. <laughs> uh, you know, what's also fun. Subscribing. Uh, to things. Uh, I don't, delays are bad news, but I like to bring you good news. <laughs> Possible new subscription plan for Microsoft. Microsoft is rumored to be soon. No, to soon be offering a unified package for Xbox users subscribing to both Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass. The package is reported to cost $14.99 per month and will include all the services included in both subscriptions and all the privileges that currently go with them. Both services cost $9.99 per month. So that will be a significant reduction in cost. If true, I've tried to avoid to say this as I get mocked, but it's unavoidable this time. This makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're them, it, it's kind of like Amazon Prime, right? You're you're trying to roll everything together into one really attractive pa- package, right? That's how you get people. You say, look, five bucks more, you get all these games and you get your online service taken care of as oh, opposed sure. to paying 20 bucks a month. Yes. The well, user wins. Ween. Well, speaking of winning, see, it I did pleases that well. me. It pleases me to once again announce another win for God of War. Mm. Yeah, game of the year. The winners of the 2019 British Academy Game Awards has been announced. God of War has taken home awards for best game, music, narrative, narrative, mm. ladies and gentlemen, narrative, and more. Other award winners include Return of the Obra Dinn for Artistic Achievement, no surprise there, and Game Design. Mm-hmm. Fortnite won for Evolving Game. Evolving? Yeah, that means it continues to evolve, Chris. Ah, okay, so it's like they're continuing one. <laughs> See, Chris, <laughs> evolution is. They have mm-hmm. to give Fortnite the credit because it is a constant 
It's the biggest, yeah. It, it definitely is the biggest carryover game from last if year. If you have it installed on, say, like your or PlayStation or Xbox, the icon for the game is constantly changing depending on whatever That's um, true. season they have out now. But it always says early access. <laughs> I just wish they'd just take it away. I don't. I kind of like it. Now it's a thing. I think it's, it's a thing. thing. It's a thing. Two things! It's a thing. All right. Hey, one more. Th- Speaking of things. Oh, God. Here we go. One thing we know about Borderlands 3. While we still don't know a ton about Borderlands 3, Do it. we have learned something about loot drops Preach. while playing co-op. Preach. In Borderlands 3, every player will have their own loot drops Thank God. that only they can see. A post on the PlayStation blog revealed, in the past, it was every player for themselves and F when you played with Chris because he would take everything. <laughs> you would be able to see all the loot dropped and get what you can before a teammate, Chris, got to it first. New loot loot is now player specific. If this doesn't tickle your fancy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can change settings to the more traditional looter approach of the original games. See, I'm still going to steal all your loot. Borderlands 3 is confirmed for September 13th, and you can bet it will be covered here. Dang right. These Mm. dudes, like, Mm -mm -mm. it's amazing to me that, like, they consistently still feel like they have their finger on the post uh, pulse of of uh the post. of what is called. I guess most people <laughs> most most people call it what like a uh, a sh- a shooter is what it's called. I think is like technically you know, a shooter guess, looter. Yeah. Like Schluter. that's the yeah, I think you know, at one point on. at one point my Richard was named Schluter. Figure right? it <laughs> Come on, old Schluter. Come on, old Schluter. Let's uh, let's go get a film. Get my finger to pierce. <laughs> Drink your PBR you and like, walk out the door. You like to see my Schluter, Schluter? <laughs> Would you touch my Schluter? I touch my Schluter. I Schluter my Schluter. I touch my Schluter hard. We are almost forty years old, right? You speak for yourself. Does that make us Buffalo Bills age yet? <laughs> but um, like <sighs> they, you know, they first put out the first Borderlands in two thousand nine. Thank you. Um, (laughs) But it's like weird because you think of like Anthem, Division, um, you know, uh, Destiny, right? Warframe, all these games. They still don't seem to understand like what they do, which is that people first and foremost play these things to get tons of loot. Like they don't need a game that consistently goes on forever. They need something where random probability keeps them coming back and that they feel like they could pick up and put down as they want and, and have a great time. So um, I'm glad everything that sounds like so far is, is exactly what I think Borderlands fans will want. Well, speaking of what fans want. Um, quick tidbit before you do Absolutely. that amazing pivot. That was good. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, Ryan Leaf, has started the pre-sequel. Yeah, no, he told me. He said he loves it. Yes. Mm. I remember that. we I'll, played it a little bit. I'll, I don't remember that. It was me, you, Adam. I have poor memory Fate. when it comes to things we've done. And then everyone bailed back to Destiny. I hate it when I pre-sequel. You know what you need to pre-sequel back to? <laughs> what? That pivot you made. That was a good pivot. Yeah. Speaking pivot. of what people want, <laughs> Mario and Zelda getting VR. And Sean, see, VR is oh! what they call virtual yeah. reality. In a cardboard box, huh? Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, in case you weren't sure. We'll be getting free updates that will allow playability with Nintendo Labo VR. These software updates will arrive on April 25th, which will be a couple of weeks after the launch of Labo VR Kit on April 12th. 
12. <laughs> I said 12. Odyssey will feature a, quote, bite-sized bonus experience, end quote, that will allow players to head back to Cap, Seaside, and Lunching Kingdoms with Mario and Cappy in three new mini-missions. Breath of the Wild will allow players to experience the full title in VR with the flip of a virtual switch in the options menu. That's fascinating. Nice. That is... Can't wait to see what people say about it. That's fantastic. And what what is that going to mean when Nintendo completely rocks the VR world with a cardboard box? Hmm. And you're you're just you're rocking out Zelda in VR with a box on your head. Fascinating for sure. Isn't it? It's going to make Labo probably <clears throat> see a percentage uptick in Dude, sales for sure. Uh one one brother of Ladaryl uh Gruff. Yeah, Gruff Ganders. Uh, his son got a Labo back at Christmas, and they just now busted open. And uh, his wife was posting, his wife was posting on Instagram about it this weekend, basically saying he was having a blast putting that dude. Thing there. It was I'm, like the backpack one. I'm devastated. I've, our local Target, you know, you know how much the Labo kits, our our uh, Target, um, you know how much the Labo kits are? They're like fifty nine, sixty nine dollars, seventy nine dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars. Wow. Oh, really? wow. They had a flash sale on them, sold out. I bet. Huh. I'm so mad. I would have got it. Yeah. Shame. 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 All right. So we got a couple of pieces of news about Division. Um, some updates first, and then some teases. You know, the good kind. Oh, a little good tease. Um, the first update for Division 2 draw. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on you, buddy. You didn't do it. Try um, that again. The first update for Division 2 drops on April 5th, 5th and contains the following. A whole April 5th. Yeah, it dropped on April 5th. 5, <laughs> five, five, five. Um, Title Basin. Players will find new challenges, including a new stronghold that's supported by the Black Tusk faction. Uh, advances to World Tier 5 will unlock higher, more rewarding gear. Mm. Two new exotic weapons will be released with the update. The Pestilence and the Nemesis. My gun's name is called the Pestilence. Pestilence. Mine's called the Nemesis. Along with three new gear sets. An invasion apparel event will be accessible Ooh. April 5th through 25th. Where players will be able to collect enemy faction outfits along with new masks and weapon skins. April 25th, Operation Dark Hours will join the game as the first eight-player raid mode in the entire Division history. And a later update will give players the ability to unlock new specialization. More content will be released in summer and fall of 2019. The summer will be called DC Outskirts Expeditions where players will fight in the surrounding areas of D.C. in two main missions. This all sounds amazing. The fall update will be called Pentagon, The Last Castle. That needs to be a book and a movie and something else, because that is an amazing (laughs) name for something. Where players will fight their way into the Pentagon in additional missions to uncover secret, (laughs) hidden, iconic American locations. Sean. Yeah. Do you want to get on Division 2 tonight? I kind of do, after you... uh, after you tease me a little bit. Ooh. Well, I got to tease you with this. <laughs> uh, go up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> uh, take it out. And not there. It. Not there. Not there. Soft. Division 2 teases new Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Posters found in the world of Division 2 hint at the existence of the new Assassin's Creed game, and it may take place around the time of the Vikings. <laughs> the poster can be found in the Potomac Event Center. The image appears Potomac. to be 
Potomac, uh, sure. Potomac. Yeah. No, the, no, it's uh, Potomac. The image appears to be a Norse god or Viking with a sword Valhalla. Valhalla. Written above, holding a staff and an odd orb. This orb looks very similar to the classic, quote, Apple of Eden, end quote, featured in numerous AC games. I don't know why I had to quote that. that Kotaku confirmed from unnamed, from unnamed sources that the new Assassin's Creed game would take place in a Viking setting with a 2020 release date. Kratos has not been confirmed to appear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kotaku is always... <laughs> yeah, they always get They're those. obsessed with finding out what the they next Assassin's Creed is. They must know some random is. guy who's like, yeah, they just sent me this picture. It's like, well, just tell us what it is. And he has no idea what he's holding yeah. on to. Yeah. He's like yeah. just a guy who does graphic art. It's like, looks like there's some Viking sh- ships out here and stuff. <laughs> I and should probably play some of the it? new Assassin's Creed games, huh? They're fun. Yes. <laughs> Are they phenomenal? Yes. <laughs> Odyssey was the game of the year. Dude. Uh, it's the, my game of the year 2019. <laughs> the fans uh, the fans on, um, I was going to say on Hearthstone. What's the place they go to? Discord? Uh, the fans <laughs> on Discord, they love telling me I still haven't opened Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still in its shiny newness. It's still so terrible. Just take off, just take off the wrapper. I don't know if, it, if I... I Come on, raw dog it. <laughs> just, just raw dog it. Um, Gizmodo sold again. Univision has sold Gizmodo Media Group, formerly known as Gawker Media, to a private equity firm known as Great Hill Partners. The plan for the new owner is for using the network for, quote, targeting marketers who are seeking brand safe content, boo. Uh, end quote. Gizmodo includes sites such as Deadspin, Jezebel, and Kotaku and will be renamed. <clears throat> G slash O Media Inc. by the new owners. Uh, the plan is to increase the group's profits by quote automated or pragmatic advertising sales, targeting marketers who are seeking brand safe content and high quality audiences that are difficult to find elsewhere. Uh, PR. Boo. <laughs> Many have reacted to this sale as a dark day in journalism, claiming that it could lead to mass layoff. <laughs> Mirroring Vice, BuzzFeed, and Huff Post. Mm. Mm, we'll see. Sad. That's a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it reminds me of back when well, my favorite website for a long time was Joystick, mm-hmm. and it just kept getting it just kept getting absorbed and absorbed and absorbed until finally somebody somewhere just crossed it off a line item. Yeah, and it just went away. I'd be amazed if Kotaku got a lot of layoffs because that, to me, from what I gather, is a very profitable site you know because everyone I, works it's kind of like how polygon is like where mm. very few people are actually in a central office it's a lot of people working from home uh and you know but on the other hand if they i'm sure if there is quote unquote fat to trim you know from their perspective of like well this really isn't something we care about let's just focus on i this. said pragmatic this could be a, a completely anecdotal perspective <laughs> yeah but every i bounce around different articles from different sources looking at this information whenever a game article was featured which IGN hasn't covered this I don't think Polygon hasn't covered it mm-hmm. um, a lot of I don't even think Kotaku has commented on it that I saw I could mm-hmm. be wrong on all three of those things but whenever a video game article was posted about it they always mentioned G- Kotaku as part of Gizmodo Yeah. when you looked at other articles mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with video games mm-hmm. it always mentioned Jezebel it yeah. always mentioned Deadspin. Sure. And it mentioned The Root 
and all these other different ones, it never mentioned Kotaku. Yeah. So I would wonder if Kotaku would be one of the first things on the chopping block. If something like that came to pass, so that's that, only because of my observations through yeah. how people prioritize the coverage. But um, well, I would think the thing that they prioritize <clears throat> is right: how much advertising are you bringing in, and how many clicks do you get? So, yeah, sure. I would have to look up Kotaku. But like I said, I want to say behind IGN, they're the number two gaming website in terms of traffic. I would say GameSpot is. Yeah. No. Like. I almost feel like I've read this somewhere before because, you know, as we said, well, I, like they're the ones who break a lot of news, right? Well, you know, well, Schreier breaks the news. Let's be yeah. honest. Schreier's the guy. If, if this thing tanked, Totillo would have a job and Schreier would have a job for sure. I'm wondering. <clears throat> but uh, finally, I this think, week, while I think people I think people gravitate towards users uh, review scores still. Mm-hmm. Um, Kotaku is one of those sites like Polygon who doesn't, you know, give a score because they want okay. you to read their words. Well, here we go. This is a 29. Okay. So yeah, they're fourth on the list. Okay. Yeah. So games. Wow. We did not know that game. I, facts. I, I, yeah. I don't think yeah, but games facts is not, mm. I mean, it's a video game website, but not, I don't think is game facts a news site. I'm trying to figure out. Wait, well, I always think of it as a we blog. Could just go to it and look at it. I don't want to. Okay. I'm trying to figure out like how this actually works. Oh, okay, so this is the number of views. Okay, so, yeah, yeah 10 million unique views. I would be, I, I don't know. I guess it, it's always possible. And like I said, if there are certain things that get cut out, it's probably going to be stuff that doesn't get a lot of traffic, right? Sure. Which is sad. But um, you know what doesn't get a lot of traffic? And is also a finally this week. No. Oh. <laughs> finally this week. Bust. Not even near the mic. Everyone's like, what's that whimper? <laughs> Finally this week. All right. Is that me or you? You. Go you sure? for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, GameStop he struggles. Um, and this is uh, just in full disclosure, this is taken directly from the article. So um, this is, uh, I, this was. Fortune, mate? This is fortune. Take that, it, guy it says from IGN. Fortune. Does it? I'm sorry. It does. If you just read what you did right there. I'm trying to ad lib a little bit. I wouldn't do that. Just say you got it from there. You're not capable of doing that. That's why you wouldn't do it. I ad lib all the time. Hostile. Like I'm doing right now. Do you GameStop, want to fight? No. <laughs> GameStop, once the most dominant player in the video game industry, may be on the verge of defeat. In the face of disappointing recent earnings, some investors wonder whether the retailer is crashing like a Super Mario Kart, which is such See, you would never, awful, you would, I would never write that. Yeah, that's terrible. I would never write that. First of all, who crashes Mario Karts? Let's be honest. Chris. Last week, GameStop said its fourth quarter sales fell 7.6% to $3.1 billion compared to the same period a year earlier. The company revenue from accessories including controllers and headsets, grew 18%, but sales on pre-owned video games and hardware fell 21.3%. Meanwhile, GameStop's quarterly loss widened to $187 million from $105 million. Yeah, I think they said like they reported a $671 million total loss, in part because they sold off the one company, yeah, right? Which was but, uh, which they got $700 million. But are they, yeah, yeah, but it was like... <clears throat> The big thing that's concerning, and this is why I think we're starting to see a change. I don't know how long it will take, uh, but definitely you feel like there's this dam for uh, all these brick and mortar, you know, specialty stores that are soared towards games. And that dam is being held up by GameStop. And you wonder if that ever goes, then you kind of just go, well, if if they can fall apart. 
what's going to hold up everyone else, right? Uh, and when you see the other things, you know, that those can fluctuate from season to season. Sure, you know, I'm sure whenever there's new consoles out in two years that because of that you'll probably see a really good holiday when the first year that you have these new consoles hit $300. But the thing that is most concerning for them is that what has been their bread and butter making them money that they don't have to pay to a to a you know another company mm-hmm. is pre-owned video games and hardware hardware hardware, hardware. <laughs> uh which is as john said it's down 21 percent this year and it's dropped i think they've said the last three years in a row and the the rate it's dropping is going up and it, it probably i would think mostly speaks to the fact that again when you give a lot of people the option just to buy things digitally that the convenience of just being able to say, I don't have to go stand in a line and pick up something. Mm. I just, I hit a button and it's there. Maybe you know, I hear you there. I think, I think you're starting to see that yeah. effect. Uh, it, it's it, look, the train's not stopping. Sure. Everybody sure. understands that. Mm-hmm. However, and everybody has their GameStop horror story. You have one. I have one. All God's children have a horror story for GameStop. But <laughs> what about those particularly, that are not God's children? <laughs> particularly since we have, since we have started this podcast, yeah, the three of us and much of our friends of the show who are, who live in this town have developed a relationship and a camaraderie sure. with the with the local stores in this community. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we go in there and they know us and, and and there's something about going to a store that is passionate about the hobby that you're passionate about. Yeah. I mean, we are giving away and we know it's happening regardless. I'm not, you know, but we're giving away that sense of camaraderie about those people who show up on a Mm-hmm. On a night of release to pick up Spider Man, correct. You you will never see that again, and and that has to be at least mentioned and missed. It's got to be, yeah. Or and, and it's or being the replaced very least, by economic a, convenience. And well, that's how it should. Then the commodity part too, I think, is it's evolving, right? It's like, for instance, to <clears throat> to not to toot our own horn, horn. It's something like you know our Discord community or sure uh, people, you know. The fact that like now you can just have these huge social online games huge, where huge. where people get together and they can they can group up and slowly you know increase their personal friends because you both you find someone else who has a similar interest to you and wants to play this game as much yeah. as you do yeah like all those things they're that's what's filling that gap you know it hasn't gone away it's just yeah. it's transformed but yes you're right like that the whole entire thing. <laughs> It's amazing to think like 10 years ago was when uh, Modern War Warfare 2 was coming out. And I remember going, Sean, I'm sure you do too, going to the midnight release for that game. Uh, and I like, didn't go. Oh. <laughs> Sean, I thought you were a fan of the series. But, uh, well, true fans like myself, I remember where REB Games, which is of the two that are over in our mall area, strip mall area, it's the least, the, the less traffic goes there. You would agree, right? Both of you? Yeah. The line was pretty sure. much down the block still. You know, there was there was 100, 150 people waiting to pick up that game the night of release. On the best nights now, no matter what it is, there might be at the bigger GameStop maybe 50 people. You know, it's just... You don't the, remember Spider-Man? Uh, that might be the one that I've seen. But what I'm saying is it's happening less and less. 
you know, you don't see as much of a crowd coming out to it. There's still, you know, very much a hardcore that do it regularly, especially if they have a game they're interested in. But I think more and more people are just honestly, they, they're they're going to online and that's that just the wave of the future as they say, or wave of the future. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot going on um, with why the company may be having losses. Um, something has to be said with the quality of the the pre-owned games and hardware, people just started finding out that they were, they were the pre-owned games sucked. Like some of them were missing books and content. Yeah. Um, some of the, you know, especially as we went to disc, they weren't, they, they weren't how like you or I would like our, our discs, our disc. Ooh, I was close. <laughs> our discs Richards. to be, um, the hardware, um, there's, if you go to YouTube now, there's tons of channels who make their views by showing mm-hmm. um, things they bought used from from uh, from GameStop and how much of trash it is. Like they they open up yeah. Xbox 360s and say how this one would be on uh, the Red Ring of Death on like the next time you turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> how nothing's really refurbished. Everything's bootleg. Are you trying to say that when people trade in used equipment, <laughs> they're not honest to how right? <laughs> and I was thinking about why. Why the pre-owned... Uh, another reason the video game sales went down from a pre-owned standpoint is a lot of people started playing games like Call of Duty sure. and Destiny, and no one wanted to buy a used version of that once no. they traded it in. They were done with it, uh, those kinds of games. But um, I agree with John, man. Something's got to be said, and I know Chris agreed too, that there, the, it's it's you, you won't be able to replace that if it goes away. We've yeah. said that before as we talked about GameStop. Um, the pe- it's just fun to go to a thing that you like and other people like it too. Yeah. Whether it's your, your city's football team or basketball team or, in our case, three nerds going to a video game store. It's cool to see other nerds who like video games and get excited about it. That sounds too. like the beginning of a joke. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, three nerds go to a video game store. I mean, the honest part for me in my whole entire adult life, I feel like it's just a continuing story, right? Mm-hmm. Remember how going to midnight premieres for movies. Yeah. Used to be, you had to, you know, you had to go the for things like Lord of the Rings or or the whatever. Harry Potter movie when or Star whatever. Wars yeah. prequels were coming out. Yeah, Harry Potter's. You had to go early to get your ticket. You had to be there. You know, if the movie was at midnight, you better be there by eleven p.m. to stand in line with everyone uh, because you want a good seat. Uh, and that's gone. I remember back when we had like Tower Records and all that. You know, back when you used to have midnight releases for CDs. You remember and, Tower Records too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do we have one here? Uh, I don't know if it was here. Or I'm just uh, <laughs> but like, you know, uh, going and picking up those kinds of things at midnight and you think no one even buys CDs anymore, right? They just buy everything digitally. Uh, and even like Harry Potter books, right? When's the last time people really stood in line at midnight hardcore for book series? I, I don't know. It was Harry Potter and that was it. Yeah, because a lot of people now, though, they just get the kindle version right the and then it's just like oh but there was that there was that thing <laughs> that the local barnes and noble or your local bookstore would do when that harry potter get book exactly. could officially be sold um and that may have been the last time we see anything like that who knows i don't know yeah um hopefully that's not the last time we get a a book released like that hopefully that's you know our days of the last time we walk into gamestop are far away um but only the future knows man i don't know anything else right now I'm ready to go on to the emails. You want to wrap this up? Twitters. Never. Electronic mail of the 
future. I'm here in spirit. You're not. You're zoned into that device Prince Harry told us about. Nope. <laughs> you're probably playing the Fortnite. Your, your aren't phone you? should be banned, John. <laughs> uh, let me go down. Where the heck was it? Uh oh. Um, I think it's this one. When did we record last week? <laughs> yeah, it has to be that one because it was before we recorded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Plus, you, uh, make if you all, want to write you make your... them all unread, Chris. Yes. So I, I was good. like, did I forget to? It's good. <laughs> if you want to write your uh, thoughts and opinions in, you can do so by writing weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Make sure you write to weeklygameschat at gmail.com if you want to hear your comment let read live on the air during episode 200's Twitch stream of episode 200. Just like Richard did. Hey. He won't get read live on Twitch, though. Because we're doing Richard. it right now? Yeah. Unless you write in again, Richard. Do it live. Um, we'll see. <laughs> he's got time, you know, right? Yeah. Uh, but he says, hey, guys. Hey, Richard. Thanks for reading out my last email. My punctuation was terrible. It's all good, bro. Multiple spaces, comma, more multiple spaces. <laughs> I think spaces. he did that on purpose. Yes, I hope I'm so. going to guess so. Uh, I shall do my best to make this one just as bad. Laugh out loud. The Discord was a... S- <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, I'm sorry he did that. This Discord was... Or the Discord was a stroke of genius, by the way, and gives me something productive to do while I'm at work. Wink... Or winking, nodding, smiley, doing double rock horns. <laughs> uh, so I love gaming, and last year I had to... I had to go at trying <laughs> to introduce my wife, your Yo wife, I. to the awesome world of video games, games, <laughs> games, games, uh, as it's fun, and both of our kids are gamers, too. She's a 90s gal, and I thought that Gone Home would be right up her alley and possibly an easy entry into the scene. She liked it, and we had some success, but she never finished it, so it didn't hook. Now, I don't know if she speaks for all wives, (laughs) but if there was a La La Land game, I'm so definitely sure she would be all over that. I find it puzzling that there are no big or small game releases that are for our partners. Surely it would be incredibly easily or easy and profitable for a big developer to take a punt on the game model that our wives wives, and girlfriends (laughs) would be engaged in. Using a model like that for Division or Destiny, loot and shoot, or schluters, uh, but but no shooting or loot that wives and girlfriends like uh, instead of armor actually keep capes. Okay. (laughs) Actually put that out uh, put that out to a ladies focus group. I'm just a Richard. Uh, so, but I'm pretty sure my wife, his wife, <laughs> would wear a cape in that game. Uh, hey, now imagine a La La Land campaign. Jeez, stop this. <laughs> it has a four player co-op mode too and raids for wives doing a six hour raid to win a Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I love how you spell Gosling. Yeah, right. Or maybe that yellow dress as raid gear. When John Legend with, with Chris with John Jesus. Legend as a raid boss, I did this with 2014 Godzilla movie on our Discord too. And as with Godzilla, there, were, uh, it's all there in La La Land movie. Easy. So why is no one doing it? Can you guys think of any games that the wives, wives, that yeah, thanks guys, uh, would get locked in on, or just an amusing speculative La La Land game? Laugh out loud. Game on. I, I I don't know, man. Because in general, I I can't say that girls aren't gamers or wives yeah. aren't gamers. Because 
I know a lot that are, and I assume that there are more than even I know about in the world. Actually, the big, thing I've, the big thing I've <laughs> learned is that a lot of uh, women who do not buy, say, consoles to get games, they all have like some mobile game that they just consistently play. Yeah. I mean, I think I that's true. That. I think it's true for most of the general public. And as John doesn't think mobile games are games. But that's it. When have uh, I ever said that? <laughs> I would think La La Land, the game is just Just Dance. Uh, 2019. Yeah, we could just have ju- Just Dance Jazz. Wait, uh, La La Land is Gosling. jazz? Well, in part, yes. Boo. That's what Ryan Gosling's guy is. He's a jazz guy. <laughs> uh, as jazz far, fingers. If they're going to do like a Fans. real... I don't think... I don't know. I don't know how you could make La La Land the game. It would definitely be interesting to have a game with the music of La La Land and the dream sequences but as far as what the gameplay is I don't know that would be really hard in general if you take a theme that I think what he's trying to say is is more like from a feminine approach to incorporate it into a game that's more masculine Pokemon I don't know I mean what works I, I think girl gamers like all the things if they like games i don't think we need to do that yeah and i think in general that's true and i don't think richard should be assuming yeah because you know what that does it makes an a out of some dude named umi that's right right uh, but thanks, thanks for the richard and uh good luck uh maybe maybe buy her like a a, a mini super nintendo console with all the games preloaded on that'd be cool and see if she that's likes a good idea like actually yeah Matt. it's 90s stuff you know Matt Rodan says, you don't know what to give us that's worth money. You give us a podcast <laughs> weekly and you do not have ads. That's all I need. Good point, sir. Good point. Why don't you just have a PayPal address for donations? Funny enough, we do. If you uh, go to our... When did our, this happen? It's on our Twitch page. He's been pocketing money for decades, hasn't he? Yep. It's, it's in there. Uh, if you want to go to our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash weekly games chat, you can... There's a button in the uh, panels at the bottom you can click on, or you could just do it during the stream. And that will allow you to, if you don't want to actually subscribe to the channel, or it's just easier to do it that way, um, you can subscribe, or you could just send whatever donation you want. Uh, Do not feel like you have to do that. It's totally up to you. I really, we appreciate everything you get. Uh, But just know that your money is basically going into a vault. That one day I will share the... Uh, well, maybe you should continue to read the email because <laughs> right, you, right. you wouldn't have said all of that. Uh, but anyways, he says, I understand you guys need to spend lots of dough on games weekly, and you're doing it for my and others' benefits. Uh, I don't like giving money through a third party that takes a cut. You don't need to beg. Just open a door for those that enjoy your content and want to support you. You guys are great. I'm not sure you truly realize how much of us appreciate your work. You took risks and invested money and time into creating this content every week. I respect what uh, it took to get here. How you handled the recent controversy made me respect you guys even more. Keep it up, guys. Well, go on there and rate us. Right? Every (laughs) time. 4.5 up to a 4.52. Every time your new podcast drops, I immediately listen to it before anything else. Matt. But yeah, again. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. If you are really inclined to donate anyone, just go to the Twitch page. There is a button that literally says tips. If you click it, it will take you to the donation page. Okay? Uh, Or else subscribe to the channel. Either one doesn't matter. We only accept twenties and above, <laughs> and by twenties yeah. we mean yeah. I'm yeah, we <laughs> unlike a candidates running for president, we do not care if your donation is large scale. We will gladly take your large scale donation. Yes. <laughs> what is what is happening on this next email, Chris? Oh, I'll I see my know. name. Should I? Re- um. Okay. Uh. Next up, Jesse writes in. 
says, Sean, I owe you an apology. She says, I don't you. even know what for. She says, thank goodness my first email didn't get read on air during this Did, week's was episode. There, where's the other email? Go I have no idea. I would, I would like to apologize to Sean for giving him some crap about how Kentucky would beat Auburn in the SEC championship. Uh, the game on Sunday was a great matchup, in, or I'm guessing an Elite Eight. Uh, the game on Sunday was a great matchup, and sadly... Kentucky lost. Yeah, that was sad because I hate Auburn. I would not have been mad if Kentucky had won, by the way. Although Kentucky is out of the tournament, at least there is an SEC team. Not anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't believe in that that mantra either. I like how, though, she says, game on, fellas, not your wife, (laughs) Jesse. (laughs) Thank you so much for the email. And again, no need to apologize. I don't care that Auburn lost or Kentucky because we're all tied. (laughs) This is the best thing. Uh, so Thomas wrote in and said, sup, fellas. What's up, Thomas? T's here again. Hey, that's that's uh, me. No, that's me right there. <laughs> is that you? Yeah, that's literally me. Yeah. That's you. Like, okay. see, hey, Sean, turn your head. Right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heard you all talking about the face reveal on the recent show and heard the uh, hesitancy. I, I'm not hesitant, Chris. Is. Hesitancy. I'll show my face anywhere. I figured I could help you out as I have some really hugely highly sophisticated CGI face rendering software that could be put together <laughs> that could put together your likeness without having to actually reveal your faces. Uh, here is what my software came up with. So, Chris, spot on. There is a picture of what may or may not be my face with a microphone in front of it, but then somehow there's a little uh, nose and mouth. Nose and mouth yeah, right there. I like it. Apparently, my nose is white. And my mouth is red. Uh, Sean. Is a yeah. dog a named Mutley. Mutley. Yeah, that's that's and accurate. John is a picture of Alex Jones screaming "Unions." That bad. is the greatest <laughs> thing I have ever seen. Do not let me in with Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, but still, don't perfect. ever oh do that. This is perfect. Uh, feel free to use these photos as you see fit. Hope they gave you a laugh. <laughs> On a side note, you may want to remind anyone using their Amazon Twitch account to subscribe to you. On Twitch, will need to resub every month as it doesn't follow over every time yeah that's a good point uh, also don't need to read this email on the show just oh, want to give you too, well, late, too late sir now you have a good us. one now, you don't put that at the bottom to yeah, put that at the top oh my god uh, but yes yes uh, for those who are out there and i think that's actually true for anyone you subscribe <laughs> i could be wrong um but i think yeah if you want to subscribe you basically at the beginning of the month you have to consistently re-up it's up to you again no pressure from us John. Yeah, yeah, thanks, John. What are you doing? Uh, Something private. Next up, Aaron wrote in, and he said, Hey, Aaron here. I was wondering which game I should choose, Secro or Division 2? <laughs> Division 2. Division like, 2. Whoop. He said, I like Dark Souls in the first division, so I'm torn. <laughs> thanks, guys. I guess it's it, it just comes down to what of those two genres you enjoy more. Then we make both, a decision, man. Yeah, He's we, asking for your opinion. Do I, it. Would, I would tell him secret, but that's just me. Over yeah. Division Two? Yes, I gave that game a nine point. I understand that, but you understand Division. I don't get that. Guys. If he likes, if he loves Dark Souls, if he's a true Dark Souls guy, then yeah, definitely that. But if you are more about the shooters and and the looters. And the saluters. Aaron, hey, uh, have you heard of a game go. called Yoshi's Crash and it's, World? Uh, it's my game of the year so far, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, I um, thought you were going to hold some. I think we're going to get oh, more. Yeah, if that's not. too late. Yeah. yeah. I just kept clicking. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, finally, here we got Gavin who wrote in. He titled this podcast. He wrote in, John. He wrote in. He wrote in. Uh, he titled this podcaster's opinion, Sekiro. Uh, he says, hey, what's up, guys? What's up? 
Hey, what's up, man? Gavin here from Denham Springs, Louisiana. Coming straight out your mom's box. Ooh. Why did my voice change when I realized he was from Louisiana? Love the show. Thanks for doing what y'all do. A listener wrote in a couple weeks ago discussing audio dramas and books. I read a lot of novels, but I have not been able to get into audiobooks. I think it has to do with loving the way my own imagination builds the world, characters, personalities, etc. But there is an awesome drama story podcast called Wolverine The Long Night by Marvel. That's Ooh. cool. Uh, it's really good. And there is another one coming out called The Lost Trail. Also, I've been playing Sekiro, and I have been having fun. My experience with From Software Games is limited. Played Dark Souls 1 and hate it. Put it down pretty quickly. Loved Bloodborne, but got stuck on the triple boss guy in the Forbidden Woods. Yeah, he's a pain. Uh, and put it down. Never falling in uh, help from, or never calling in help from other players is what I think he meant to say. Uh, so in Sekiro, have y'all noticed that the intervals between boss fights is very short. I beat the horse boss in two short areas approximately 10 emmys later and another boss. I beat the drunk effer <laughs> and literally two doors, uh, two doors uh, and some stairs and another boss. I'm liking this game, but it doesn't, but if it doesn't change and give me more environment to play in and enemies that I can slaughter between bosses, I may put it down. And yes, I'm exploring as much as possible. Am I the only one that feels this way or is this normal in the Soul series? Bloodborne didn't feel that way to me. Thanks again. Y'all are great. Gavin. Thanks, Gavin. Um, Sikoro, uh, I, I, I do feel like I was getting to fights that were pretty hard fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's intentional. Yeah, I yes, think it is. I, I think the... Uh, while it is intentional, I, I'm kind of with them on the. Well, I don't, I don't knock the game too much for it, but I do, I do have a frustration with constantly being bombarded with mini boss fights. Yeah. It can get, it can get a little bit too discouraging. Where it's, it's very fun to explore the world and use stealth and take down enemies <laughs> that way, and just I would have liked a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. I've had. Um, a, um, I, I'll, it does open I, up a little I, bit I, as you I, go. I will say, I think by design, there are a lot more mini bosses in this game than the other ones. There, I mean, there's only, from what I've read, as far as main boss fights, right? What they describe as main if bosses. If Seven Spears is it's a mini like, boss, I'm in serious Yeah, he's a, he's a mini boss. I know because, he is, I'm just saying. Because you could sneak around and, and knife him in the back. <clears throat> but, uh, but like main boss fights, there's like 12. Um and from my understanding, the the big reason why there are a lot of them is because pretty much, especially all the mini bosses, give you a prayer bead, which is how you increase your vitality over time. Uh, so it's it it's kind of like, hey, yeah, these are challenging, and they're all a little bit unique, but you're gonna get a benefit so that when you go face the big emmer uh, mfers in this game, Emer- you will you will be prepared and have enough stats to take them on and and survive their hits. Sweet. So. It, no, it'll give the boss the, f- the chance to take down all of your vitality right. and all of your life meter. Not if you and get, all of your resurrection. Not if you get good. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even think that matters. I don't even think get, getting good matters. <laughs> this game. I find a way. The game's really, rigged. It, it's rigged. It's, it's totally. I mean, rigged. like there's some now that there's so there's this one that I fought the other day that was like a little mini boss, and even though you can't get the drop on him you quickly realize, oh, all I have to do is just perfectly deflect his stuff. Because he tires out real quickly in terms of posture. I watched a later game boss on YouTube. Mm. Ain't no way. Dude, there's no way I can do it. Which one? We don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's say you're back where you started. Oh, okay, him. In in that same area where you met Genichiro. Gotcha. 
And there's no way I'm going to do this. There's no way. Find a way. I, I don't. I don't want. I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not uh, a quitter. I'm not either. I'm not going to trade it in. I'm going to keep quitting. going. No, but no, no. But I'm saying I'm not a quitter. But I know that this doesn't interest me enough to even care. Yeah. It interests me. That's the problem. No, I, maybe I didn't say it's that. It's an right. obsession that I don't like having. Maybe it's just. I don't know how to say what I'm saying, John. It's just my wife. Your wife. Saturday your wife. said, "Honey, don't get mad." I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've been noticing that you've been really angry. No. You've been, stop finishing my sentences. Only she finishes my sentences. Yes, she does. Sentences. Uh, <laughs> been noticing you've really been playing, a, you've been spending a lot of time playing games. And I looked at her and I said, you've been spending a lot of time reading. I didn't say that. That'd be but, fun. Um, but this game, while well, I should, like I said, I should have been playing Yoshi, but I couldn't stop playing this game. It's got me obsessing over it and I don't like it. I don't like the game. I just don't like it's turned me into <laughs> something I don't like. You're like Frodo when you carried the ring for too long. Exactly. Mm. You need um, to put down the ring. My precious. <laughs> that's that's not Frodo. Hey, hey John. My voice is changing. Just remember this. Yeah. Life uh uh finds a way. Yeah, it does. So there you go. If you can do it, bike. You can't. You're in yeah, just, just <laughs> you can't. I don't wanna do it. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna, I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna do it. Sean, people write us on Twitter. What do they say? Yeah, they do. Um, in response to the weekly games, weekly games chat, Jesus, chat, <laughs> weekly games chat tweet about last week's episode. Uh, our friend Hell Teacher Loki says, "Haven't listened yet, but I wish Chris pronounced ja- say that word, Chris." Japan, say it like Japan. Uh, more times than I died. <laughs> Sorry, in this game. the way I was reading it, it said like Japan. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any more that we really need to point out. Wow. Uh, no, we had a lot of like likes and follows and retweets, but well, that's nice. Those are very nice, and I'm going to say that in a minute. Um, we had people retweeting our Discord information. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for that. Um, uh, shout out to uh, at Max. Let me make sure I say his name. Max about games. Um, I've written about my favorite gaming podcast starring at Weekly Games Chat and hashtag Kotako Split Screen hosted by at Jason Schreier and at Mitty Myers. Thank you guys for doing all this. You all are great and make my day constantly. Um, so thank you so much for that. We have liked your quote. We appreciate that. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. We got some follows that I will get to. Of course, I think I had a direct message. Uh see oh okay did i say this last week i don't know if i did this is a direct message from dats riley um that was the same person oh, that mentioned the that's DC, right the dc stuff because mm-hmm. john was like what's dc it's funny <laughs> uh, hey guys i have a couple of questions for the show don't think too hard about these because honestly they're tough questions but off the top of your head who's your favorite band dang <laughs> that's a good one right um it depends on my genre um, I, I'm going to say this and then it's going to be captured forever, but I come from a time where I, uh, I began to like, and now I still love, do I say it, Chris? Say it. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I love Take Limp that, B- Dave Matthews. Love Limp Biscuit. My favorite band that is in the, in the vein of the Dave Matthews genre is not Dave Matthews. Oh, it's the head and the heart. Um, take that again, Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, I love Daft Punk. I love EDM. He it's says hard. your favorite band, Sean. He didn't, yeah, say, he didn't say everything, so I'll shut yeah. up there. You go now, Chris. 
Yeah, this is almost impossible for me because anyone knows I'm very eclectic and, and listen to a lot of stuff. Uh, but I always <laughs> want when people like say pick one thing no matter what, I always default to this because it's a band I've been listening to my whole life and I just love their music. And that would be the Beach Boys, which I think is the greatest. American okay, John, band. do you have a favorite band? Probably. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. This is how. You remind me what I like it. I like what you did there. We always know you're in Nickelback. No, no, no. My uh, Chicago. Okay. Ah. Saturday in the Park, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, <laughs> second question What's the meaning of life? 42. <laughs> uh, pie. Thanks for making. Jesus is the way. Thanks for making a kick butt podcast and keep on rocking in the free world. Yes, sir. That's th- a Neil Young reference. Thank you, sir. Um, from at Crypto Weston. Hey guys, I'm a big fan and long time listener, long time first time of the show. Just finished the Sekiro episode. Thank you so much for listening, sir. Uh, I was wanting to reach out to see if you would be interested in in um well in paid <laughs> advertisement. Oh dang! <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe. Thanks for putting that. Um, but I just I wanted you to know I read your thing and I apparently just read it right now. Did it catch you off guard? Yeah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> You should have read it in advance. Yeah, but it was live, and I was excited, and that's what happens. If you join in, uh, do it live. If you join in next week when we're recording episode two hundred live, there may be more of that kind of stuff, huh? That one, <laughs> the one uh, emailer is going to be pissed off when we have ads next week. <laughs> Everywhere. Are we going to have ads? Apparently, if, if, if Twitch Twitch will do the ad things. We won't. That won't be because of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, I think that's it for me on the Twitter. Let me make sure we don't have any new followers, which I know we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris is going to tell you all kind of deets. Um, at Zvergara13, your account is locked. I'm going to follow you, and it's pending, but thank you for following. Um, at Nick Van Putnam. Um, hash- oh, Nick Van Putnam. Um, um, he's got music you can download, so if you want to go see Nick's um, Twitter account, go check that out. It's his latest Jimmy on the harpsichord. No, he, he yeah, looks like he's rocking... <laughs> Let me look at that profile pic real quick. What is Went that? Went down to the drugstore and got himself a phosphate. Oh, that's a skateboard. <laughs> phosphate. That's a skateboard. I thought that was that like a bass guitar. I thought that was a bass guitar. Sorry. Ah. It's a skateboard. Thanks, Nick, so much for the follow. Followed you back. Um, again, if you want to find us on Twitter, it's easy. We're at Weekly Games Chat. Give you us a follow. Jared <laughs> And uh, we'll go from there. But Chris is going to now tell us, tell you guys more information about episode 200 and other things. So listen. So once again, this has listen. been episode <laughs> Weekly Games Chat. Episode 199. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you prefer. And you will get a new episode just like this one and including episode 200 every Wednesday for your pleasure. But for one time only, if you want to see or I'm not see. Sorry. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, If you want to hear us as we record this live and be able to even comment right there and where we will see it on the screen and, and shout you back maybe if we if we laugh shout you back maybe chris i don't know boo boo you <laughs> uh then you should tune in this saturday april 13th at 3 p.m twitch.tv slash weekly games chat and you will hear us as we record episode three i'm sorry yeah we'll just go ahead and say we're at 300 why not give ourselves enough we make the rules <laughs> Uh, 200, uh, right before your eyes, you'll see, you'll see by way of a picture, <laughs> um, as we record this thing and, and I hope everyone enjoys that because I know it's something people have asked for at the point. They also asked for discord. How do they find us? 
They can find us on Discord by uh, clicking the link that's not on the Twitter page anymore. Uh, but actually, it is there. But you'll have to scroll down a little bit now because that's I just terrible. replaced it. Why'd you do that? But that said, I will put I will put a link to the Discord in the episode description for this. That's on, a good idea. Because so you, you did unpin that one to put the new pin up for the, for the thing. We're just pinning fools, yeah, man. It'll be back up after uh, after this. But uh, make sure. It, either way, you could go to Weekly Game or go to Discord and just search for Weekly Game Chat, and it should have a uh, link there and you can ask to be joined to the server and you will be on the server shortly after unless you do terrible things. I don't know. Uh, but besides that, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, um, YouTube. And of course, if you want to see our regular streams, we always stream regularly on Monday night, twitch.tv weekly games chat. You can see us on there. Uh, 8 PM Eastern standard time. Even though we didn't play anything together last night, we were all in there. There was all sorts of awkwardness. Josh showed up again. <laughs> Josh think, showed up again. Yeah, I think Sean hates that, but we just can't prevent it from happening. I don't. It's not that I hate it because I do love. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that's wrong. That's hilarious. Uh, I uh, I want to find a way to where even when you you're streaming here, our video can at least come through. I'm I'm obsessed yeah. with my face being on Twitch. We gotta get the partner low. <laughs> I'm obsessed. You can just have your own channel. Yeah, but how do I link that to what you're doing? Still gotta be on partner level. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just sorry. Saying. It's all good. Uh but anyways, until next time, I will simply which is this Saturday at three PM because you're all <laughs> are going to watch the Twitch stream. I'm gonna be really ticked off if I get in there and it's like you, you have one viewer. If it's one, <laughs> we're going to rock the house for that one viewer. That person's like going to get... We're bringing the show of His the Richard is going to get sucked so... <laughs> uh, uh, shut it down. <laughs> it's time to go. In the show, Chris. Uh, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chrissy Poo. Game on, Shiny Wani. I just game realized... On, Johnny Bear. I said game on 199 times. Probably more than that in your life, but right? at least on record. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of every episode, right? Yeah. Because that's from the very first episode. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Bug life. <laughs>